It's Brent. And it's Adam. And uh, today... And it's apparently we... Fauna, too. She's like meowing. Yeah, she's meowing. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm up in here, too. <laughs> That's my uh, cat, in case this is your first time listening. Yeah. I have a cat. And, she she uh, has her own cute little mic set up. Uh, she's going to be a guest on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every 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 uh, episode before we record, we run it by Fauna just to be like, hey, do mm-hmm. you want to do you want a guest on this one? And usually she's like, nah, she's not like a big movie cat. But like this time, <laughs> I, she's that, that's why such... I don't understand like how she's my cat. Like I have to. It's yeah. like a it's like a sitcom where it's like I'm the movie guy. And like exactly. she, she's she's not a movie cat. Well, she's really blue collar. I think that's kind of like your guys. She's a Trump like, supporter. Uh, yeah, she is. She's she's a red <laughs> stater. Um, and but but she meow, loves meow the the deep state meow. Yeah, yeah she keeps, what fauna? She keeps meowing about uh, Jeffrey Epstein over here today. Um, <laughs> well, so something about Hillary Clinton is what she keeps meowing. Um, it, this is actually not political showdown but director showdown and what we do here is we face off two directors each season and this season we have Catherine bigelow the ex-husband mm-hmm. james cameron and we're back yeah. to who who's corner brent yeah we're talking bigelow today and we're talking uh, big big alos big big of the big low yes <laughs> Um, and uh, we're talking her 1991 kind of cult classic. 1991, huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, I would I wouldn't have guessed that after watching this movie. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, we, it's a total joke. That. Of course, I knew. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I was like, really? This film is just 90s as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I guess it's. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, we're talking Point Break. Um, and we have a special guest with us today. Yeah. A a would you say veteran, Eric? I think so. Probably yeah, three think times. This now? is my hat trick. Yeah, is this your hat trick? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this oh, yeah. will be the actual good one. Those <laughs> those other two were just horrid and yeah. I, and I got lost and just just listening to you guys talk about Shrek and I just yeah. couldn't couldn't chime well, in. Well, that's every episode. It's usually us. <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, like, how can you believe that Shrek is so dense that you can talk about it? How many the years layers. has it been? Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like you were setting up that yeah. joke, but you didn't, didn't even know even it. Know like, it. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, Shrek has entered my subconscious. I'm working band. on a drinking game for your guys' podcast. There's oh, Detective, oh, yeah. and then yes. there's Good Layers. Weekend. And 
There's probably yeah. some other stuff, but I definitely. Oh, we have we 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 already have the branded uh, director showdown trademarked um, uh, bingo bingo cards. card. Yeah. yeah, the bingo cards. You can print them out there on stickerfridge.com. And we're uh, also working on the shot glasses for that um, game, the drinking game that you mentioned. Yeah, you know you have a fi- you have my face on it. You have Brent's face on the other Shrek's one. Shrek's face. You got Fauna's yeah. face. Yeah, uh, with the American flag behind her face. Uh, can we make this for the red states? My, my, yeah, my kid, my adorable kitty cat that no one can hate is a Trump supporter. Yeah, is is a total like Trump hit. Yeah, no God. one suspects the butterfly, man. Yeah, no, definitely the snowflake. Yeah. More like she's like that. Reminds me of this guy that was, uh, I guess, a manager of mine at uh, Domino's. Even he was like seventeen or eighteen. Just this really quiet guy who once told me that he doesn't like music. <laughs> and then, like, it's so crazy yeah. because, like, um, I, I followed him on uh, or friended him on Facebook like a year or two after I left Domino's. Mm. And it was just, like, pure – his Facebook, like, just hatred was just madness, dude. It yeah. was just, like, the most, like, unhinged, like, conservative conspiracy <laughs> shit. I was like, who was this guy? I, like, obviously didn't even Spent know who few, he was. a few too many hours on 4chan and uh, I guess so, man. Yeah, he always seemed yeah. just like a real quiet, like – but I don't know. That's a that's a, a red flag, I guess. These days, Eric, what did you wear in middle school? Um, <laughs> I don't think the I this last of, time. Yeah. I, 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 I wore oh, uh, pro snaps. Actually, were oh sweet. I, pro snaps were like becoming a dude. Thing. Let's make pearl snaps great Wait, again. What, what's that? What's pearl? Like pearl snap? Literally white little uh, buttons. Yeah, like little buttons that snap. Like cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy shirts. It was. Oh. Uh, yeah, and you could like. It, if you were to like rip it open, it would come up. It would look really cool. Yeah, it would look yeah, really. I, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had see. a I had a cowboy uh, had fucking bald eagles on each side. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool ass oh, shirt. Yeah. I, I think I know what you mean. Where you can just kind of like yeah, rip it open yeah. without the fear of like a button getting torn yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can get a size too small. So <laughs> like that's you know remember uh, yeah. shit. This is gonna be a deep cut. No, yeah, yeah. Remember Crocodile? Uh, what's it? Crocodile oh, yeah, Cro- Dale, and I was Alamo. How Alamo Adam? Well, maybe. Or oh something. wait, Davy the Dragon Wrangler. Is that what you're talking about? That's also one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about our old little movies that we used to make? Yeah. Okay. We had. I had Pearl Snaps. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Which uh, speaking of like middle school and high school, Eric, what? What, like, crew did you roll with? You yeah, seemed like, like a guy who wasn't, like, locked down in What in was a war. band nerd, for one thing, okay. but oh. we were pretty diplomatic, too. I, I felt like... Band nerds definitely, like, hung out with yeah. many types of people. It, we didn't... I felt like that, too, yeah. The only stereotype we kind of fell into is, like, people had sex in the band practice rooms, mm. and I didn't think that was true, like, watching, like, American Pie. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. there was a bunch... Like, nerds liked having sex. Um, I wasn't ever... <laughs> You never part of that? that. That's but, right. I heard a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, even theater geeks fucking yeah. fucked in the bathroom. That's what I would always hear. Is they, that they, yeah. they were just like fucking each other like all the time, and they got caught, and the and the director was like, "Get out of there!" And they just didn't say a word because they didn't know what to do. And <laughs> yeah, like, dude, that's so that's awkward. Have you ever heard the term yeah. turkey before? What's that? <laughs> no, no. Okay. define it. Yeah. I, I my girlfriend, she's from Virginia, and. She was talking. We were talking about um, Keegan Michael Key, and how he's he's kind of like 
you can just see him and you can tell he's like used to be an improv guy. Mm. He's very like over the top and very like yeah, like always like um, yes and kind of guy. Like even in everyday conversation, yeah. could I? Is he like uh, what's his Matthew Perry and Friends? Like could I be any more funny? <laughs> he's always something. Yeah, he's like very animated. Something. Yeah, and it's very like like kind of like every time he's putting on a show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Turgy, and I think I'd never oh. heard that word before she said it, but I knew exactly what she meant turgy. in that context. Yeah. So okay, who's, theater who, kids are like oh, Turgy. Oh yeah, theater kids are so Turgy. Good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's like, dude, th- that reminds me of how like every time I would hang out with the theater kids because I was in theater myself, they would always like sing. Yeah. Like that's the. <laughs> Like, yeah. or it, it would either be singing a wicked song <laughs> or it would just be singing what they're talking about. Like, we're watching Point Break and podcasting about it. It's like nothing rhymes, but they're like communicating yeah. via song for some reason. You know? <laughs> it's, it's like a flamboyance, right? Yeah, like a yeah. kind of like showy flamboyance. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm going to use that. Turgy. Turgy. I like that a lot. Since, yeah. it's, it's almost like a noun, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah like he's, like a, a, he's a total turgy. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start throwing that around a lot. You, so who do you think was the turgy in Point Break? Ooh. Who, what, was it? Is it a noun or a adjective? Turgy. I don't know. I, I think it's used as an adjective. But I, okay, who's the most turgy? Or is the, the most turgy in Point Break? So Break. I guess it's definitely not Keanu. What it's about not Keanu. Anthony Kiedis? I feel he's he's trying to sell it when he shoots himself in. The no, book. it's fucking it's fucking our boy, our boy uh, Chompers. Oh, Busey. Yeah, Gary okay. Busey. Busey yeah, boy. I can see that. He's well, okay. Turgy. You know what's turgy as fuck, actually? <laughs> is like on his intro scene when he's like, woo! I just blow out the mic. But when he does like a side flip into the yeah. pool and you're like, what? Who is this guy? What? what? What does getting a brick underwater has to do with being an FBI agent? Yeah. He's he's always yeah. telling John McGinley how fucking like how long he's been in the fucking FBI. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you were popping zits. You're fucking like, <laughs> like he's always trying to explain to him how like uh, how he's a veteran. It's so funny. I think like McGinley has played Doctor Cox for like the last thirty years. And like, yeah, he's always a, he's, he's a character actor. Yeah. He's yeah. not. Yeah, he's always an asshole. Well, and it's weird. Because, yeah, and it's like what what I remember him from most recently is his like tiny almost cameo in Seven. Where he's like a hard ass yeah, um, again police raid guy FBI again I think yeah right? he was a SWAT team yeah yeah SWAT team guy yeah um, and he hardly has any lines in that mm-hmm. but he plays kind of a similar humorless version uh, well he's always humorless I feel like in but a that's way. like kind of the joke yeah. I guess too like he's funny when like the his his like opening scene with Keanu. Um, Young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah, yeah that was exactly. the, best, the best line. Yeah, you're you're a real blue flame special, huh? <laughs> Young, yeah. dumb, full of cum. Like uh, like all those lines, dude. He just like uh, he just kills it. He always mm. sounds like he's chewing gum too, even though he's not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, but so that should that so that takes me to this uh, to my. I just want to get this theory out of the way before yeah, we get, yeah, get too deep. Because the cum line, right? <laughs> And a lot of homoerotic imagery, yeah, definitely, man, in this movie. Mm-hmm. You think this is actually a low key gay movie? I think it. 
It is a little bit, yeah. And there's people have like written articles yeah. about this. Like, oh, you, course, you know Priscilla right. Page, I was, right? You're thinking about her up because she is who yeah. I use for research on this. Oh, episode. cool. Oh, really? See, the yeah. thing is, I I still haven't fucking read that piece, but I just it, know that it's great and people mm. share it a lot. Does she mention the homoerotic? Like, uh, that's what it's about. Oh, really? That's yeah. I think the and whole. overtones. Yeah, yeah. But even like she mentioned, like Patrick Swayze when after it premiered. They were talking to him about it, and he said that the way he played the relationship between Bodie and Johnny Utah was yeah. the way he would play the relationship between, you know, him and Baby and Dirty Dancing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you so, know? like, he's just, like, this this adorable uh, new kid in town, and he yeah. wants just to show the, him the ropes. The stuff that they share together, yeah. it goes beyond just, you know grab ass and with the boys or whatever yeah. yeah exactly well they're like yeah they're they're kind of like more or less romancing each other for like yeah. the yeah. first uh act i guess because it's like you know they're trying to like read each other and uh they also like admire different things about each other you yeah. know like yeah. uh like um what's his name jo- johnny Obviously, yeah. Johnny Utah, Which, played by keanu aside mm-hmm. is keanu always named johnny in the 90s Johnny mnemonic or mnemonic yeah. or whatever it's called. Was, um, was he a John in um, Need for Speed Underground? Need for Speed Underground? That's a video game. Speed. <laughs> oh, Speed. Oh, yeah. oh. I don't I know his remember. name. In that. I'm not sure. I feel like he was he was a John John Wick. Oh yeah, John, there you go. You know? So he's at least played a few Johns. Yeah, a few Johns. We should. I feel like I, we should talk about yeah. Keanu a little bit uh, because, like, I don't know. It's it's his i guess resurgence if you can call it that recently is pretty insane like he's kind of the biggest actor around right now at least in the zeitgeist i think like, what do you guys the rock think? is still holding on but not as much as they used to i i just think yeah. in terms of like likability yeah. and like pure excitement when like i don't know if you guys saw it but when uh keanu showed up at e3 for the oh, um, yeah you're uh, cyberpunk thing yeah. the announcement people lost their fucking yeah. minds dude including yeah. me i like jumped off yeah. the couch and i was like oh what Same. the fuck like when it showed him <laughs> at the end of the trailer and he's gonna be in that game he's gonna be like a like, side what? character yeah i was just like holy shit man this rules and it's like i don't know he's like in his name's right johnny now. in that too i think you're right. That's right. Yeah, what Johnny, is it, Johnny? He's like a rock star. He's like an ex rock star who has like a metal arm. Jo- Johnny Silverhand. Hand. Johnny Silverhand <laughs> is his name. Of course, that's his name, right? God, yeah. A fuck ton of Johnnies, man. What's up with hey uh, Twitter, uh, MySpace people? <laughs> what, what's up with Johnny and Keanu? What's going on with that? Yeah, crack into that. Johnny right Silverhand. What Johnny? Mnemonic. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. John um, John Wick. But Jordani. yeah, I just I just think it's crazy how I don't know, man. The guy has had such a consistently uh, great career. Like when when you look at a lot of actors, the way that I usually judge how I guess successful they are as an actor, um, at, at least in in terms of culture and like them being a big actor, is like how many big roles um, that people remember and kind of you know love has this actor played and Keanu has fucking Bill and Ted first off. He mm-hmm. has the second Bill and Ted the same year this comes out, which is insane to me uh, because I don't know. He's kind of playing into the, I think he's Bill, right? Or is he Ted? Ted he's Ted. He's Ted. Yeah. Um, he's kind of playing into that, but in a jokey way um, at the beginning. Well, here he's kind of like a, 
Yeah, he's like more serious about his job, you know? Yeah. Well, Catherine Bigelow, I was reading, I think Priscilla Page mentioned that Catherine Bigelow fought for Keanu because the original, like the, ori- the original casting they wanted was Matthew Broderick for Johnny Utah. Oh, Jesus God, Christ. that would have been horrible. And Charlie Sheen for Bodhi. Oh, Jesus my God. Christ. And Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, and Ridley Scott was God. to direct. This oh, is like that's right. Yeah, that's right. It was called like Writers on the Storm is, was the original title. Ugh. And uh, after Ridley Scott pulled out, they kind of canned it. And then when they were recasting for you know Point Break, they told Catherine Bigelow that they wanted Johnny Depp for Johnny Utah. I could see that. That would have been, yeah, yeah that would have been pretty like but who would be perfect Bodie? casting. I don't remember who they said for Bodie. But at one point, Patrick Swayze, they even wanted him for Johnny Utah. Yeah. Before they decided, Patrick Swayze does such a great job as Bodie. Oh yeah, so, dude, yeah, God. he's he's yeah. excellent in this movie. My girl, um, yeah, my girlfriend, and I got in an argument because I told her this was peak Swayze, and she fought tooth and limb saying that Dirty Dancing is peak Swayze, and I just said that he's he's probably like dreamier in there, but he, I don't think he's ever cooler than he is in this movie. Yeah, dude, he's he's cool as shit. Have you guys seen Roadhouse? Um, I haven't, so I don't know. Ro- Roadhouse is 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 great. It's it's really really cheesy yeah. and and probably even more homoerotic than this movie. <laughs> there are literally scenes where you see other men looking at Patrick yeah. Swayze like working out shirtless and oh they, they just sit God. there and like admire him. Like the, that's like in the nice. movie. It's great. The best line in that movie is I fucked guys like you in prison. <laughs> oh man. That's right. Oh my so God. It's not even subtle. Incredible. Oh, it's not even subtle. No, it's, it's really just, uh, overt in that movie. That movie's yeah. really fun. It's hmm. so fucking corny, but it's great. Um, but yeah, I, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up uh, Bigelow and kind of the development of this because I wanted to bring this up. This is kind of like the nexus point for both directors this yeah. season because mm. uh, this is uh, this movie was made when uh, James Cameron and Catherine Bigelow were married, um, and they were executive producer James Cameron, and they they uh, rewrote the script together too. So mm. like he. Um, after Blue Steel, I think uh, she got this on the docket, and then they kind of worked on it together. Mm. Um, and he didn't get a script credit, I don't think, but they uh, apparently wrote like most of it uh, themselves, which is mm. pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's like it—it it never really happens again because the next movie, I think either of them make they're divorced at that point because they were married from eighty-nine to ninety-one. I think so that lasts really, a long time. Yeah, real fucking short. Um, what but, do you think? Uh, yeah. What do you think broke apart part their marriage? Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Oh, she did, didn't she? Yeah. Because he married her next. Yeah, because yeah. he was filming Terminator Two. Oh, she was. What well, Captain Bigelow was filming this, and actually, this came out a week after Terminator Two. So there was a point in 1991 oh. you could go to the theater and see Get both like a- Point Break and Terminator Two. Oh, what a, a double fun feature. double feature, dude! <laughs> God damn, James Cameron's not with Linda Hamilton. Anymore. No, she. They uh, actually had a very similar situation where another actress, oh younger my actress, God. yeah, J- old Jimmy Cam, he's a homie hopper. At it again. He's a homie hopper. Yeah, at it again. He's on like his fifth wife, I think, at this point. Old Jimmy. Well, I mean, Jimmy I, th- Cam. I think the problem is not the w- women, but. The problem is... Jeez. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah. She was, I would say so. Linda Hamilton was supposed to play Molly Brown in Titanic, but they wow. got divorced or they broke up Weird. Right that yeah. is an... Molly Brown of all people. Uh, choice. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess she would have uh, beefed up for the role, maybe. Or I, don't I, don't know. Know. I mean, you could still be that character. Yeah. Or not, like, I guess so. I guess just because I was thinking big it was, in a metaphor, yeah, sense. personality yeah. sense. Yeah. Very big personality. Kat, I feel like Kathy Bates embodies that. The yeah, she Kathy Bates so is well. amazing yeah. in that movie. She's so fuck. I mean, she's amazing in everything, but. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because it's kind of like an interesting kind of like point where they're meeting in the point middle here. Break. Point break. Point break yeah. up. Whoa! Hey. And that's been the yeah. show, everybody. Yeah. It's a short Wrap one, but up. we had to end it. End it Wrap on high. It up. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, you you talk about peak Swayze. I, I mean, I told you guys that I put this note in my phone twice already. Kind of think this is like. Peak Keanu too, but the thing is that's tough. The Ke- Keanu because Keanu's evolves. been peaking yeah. for like thirty years now. Yeah, that crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean Bill and Ted eighty nine, John Wick three two thousand nineteen, solid thirty difference? year run, man. Huh? What's the difference between each Keanu? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, it's all the amazing Keanu all the way through. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Is that like. The guy has had so many roles that are iconic, where it's like he has Ted, he has uh, Speed Guy, which like you don't know the guy's yeah. name, it's Speed, but it's like that's that's kind Speed of an iconic guy. action movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bus Man. Um, <laughs> then you have Neo, then you have John Wick, and I feel like there's at least a couple I'm missing. Constantine's good. Hey, that's Constantine's a good movie. Good. Yeah. yeah, no, I re- I would put Constantine down because like I don't know. He was a good costume. It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a comic book role. I know there are other ones. Like I feel like after Earth Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Oh, um, Will Smith, Gemini Man. Can't wait for that movie. Oh boy, that's gonna be a weird the, the one. movie that should have been made at the same time as um, Point Break. He, that script had. I looked it up. That script, Gemini Man. Yeah, it's been in development hell since the '90s. So it was oh, wow. definitely. Of its time. You can tell by the trailer. Here's the optimist's uh, angle on that. Uh, (laughs) It's they've had a lot of rewrites. Maybe they've uh, really uh, shined it up and made it made it a a great little script. Brent. Yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Um, That's Ang Lee, right? Ang Lee's directing. Yeah, Ang Lee's directing. Yeah, that. well, yeah. and he's doing uh, the same thing that he did on Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Oh, he's doing it like 120. Yeah, dude. He's <laughs> doing the, which is, okay, so I need to recommend this to people because <laughs> go listen to, I didn't bring this podcast yeah, up yeah. all the time. Go listen to the podcast, the podcast, the blank check episode on Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. They get a this director guy who talks about uh, the filmmaking aspect of that and yeah. breaks down all the technical shit. It's fucking insane. Basically, what uh, to like sum it up, what Ang Lee wanted to do with that movie is so basically our eyes see at about thirty frames per second. Right. That's uh, he jumped yeah. past the forty eight. You remember when people saw like Hobbit in forty eight frames per second? Yeah, they were like, and it really "This weird. is ridiculous. This looks like." real life or say it looks like you filmed like your family at the barbecue. Yeah. Uh, he's jumping to 120 frames per second. So they talked about seeing Billy Lynn in a theater and it feels like you're not even looking at a fucking screen. It feels like you're looking at reality. Like that's how insane it is. And so he's doing that again with Gemini man, but this time he's making sure that there are more theaters that are, Available doing it as opposed to three or four well, for uh, Billy Lynn. In terms of filmmaking, don't you have like 
don't you have to have like a fuckload of light on screen to do yes, the 120? Dude, and they they get yeah. into that. They talk about how like the the actors were like fucking cooking because of yeah, all the light. <laughs> they they talked about how yeah. uh you could see the actors thinking about their lines and their performances because you're just like it's that fucking like pure. It looks like you're just watching somebody I don't know if this is a good in real life. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just insane. Like I I it sucks that We'll never get to see that, I guess, unless Gemini Man they show it here in 120. But I would I would go to see the 120 just out of pure curiosity. Yeah, dude, because yeah. it's just so interesting that Ang Lee has doubled down so hard on like, yep, this is the future. This is what I'm doing, which is similar to what James Cameron has done in some regards with uh, CG and 3D and things like Man, that. Do a CG 3D 120. 420 oh no scope 69 what if he just, you know what i mean like that would be fucking <clears throat> what if he insane. does that with avatar he just puts us right there into pandora <laughs> well no we i, I heard that the leave. whole thing with avatar is that he wants it like no glasses 3d like that's the that's yeah. the gimmick right yeah which seems plausible from one small section of the movie theater yeah. But I don't understand if you're like at an angle how that would work. You know, James. Uh, I just I just saw um, a tweet by James Cameron. He's forcing all theaters to have f- 500 optical eye <laughs> sensors. Uh, he's investing all his money in every single theater. What if, to what do if it. that crazy son of a bitch makes makes like an AI program <laughs> that like that re like scans for eyes. When yeah, you're watching yeah. Avatar, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like that'd be insane. I don't put it past him. Don't He's put a maniac, and he has like a trillion dollars at this point. To it's do like what it's he like wants. the opposite of like Tarantino, but they both have the same power. Yeah, like, like Tarantino <laughs> yeah. wants to go like back to like film, while like James Cameron wants to go way past in the future. Yeah, and and who's the one who's retiring because of uh, the way things are going? You know, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, but maybe you know, yeah, maybe someone should retire. It, well, yeah. maybe after uh, another eight Avatar movies, he might. <laughs> um, but you know, who doesn't need a lot of uh, CG three <laughs> D bullshit is uh, well, Katie Biggs, man, Katie. Biggs, well, how do you uh, uh, how do you feel about uh, Catherine Bigelow? Like, what's your experience, Eric? With so, uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is one of the situations I watched Zero Dark Thirty, like Great. when it came I, out. I love that movie, and then yeah. I realized, oh, she's the one who did Point Break. I yeah wasn't yeah. really familiar with her, and right. I mean, other than like you know, big directors, I and this was a point in time where I just really didn't pay too much attention to that. Other than the ones that I liked. I was a big fan of Edgar Wright from the get-go and, mm. and uh, you know, Wes Anderson. But, um, you know, in thinking about female directors in, in general, like, Catherine Bigelow is the first one that comes to my mind now. But yeah. it wasn't until I saw Zero Dark Thirty that I even thought, like, oh, like, she's got some iconic movies under her belt. Right. Sure. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, um, I really I really liked Hurt Lock- The Hurt Locker. Did, did you see and... that one? Uh, I've seen the last like thirty minutes of it. Oh, okay. On the HBO and <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was, it, it's a great movie yeah, overall. So Give me anxiety, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty was like my were my movie where I was like, I need to like watch this uh, this director's other movies. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, and she, yeah, dude, she she has a really interesting career because this is still in 
kind of her in her like more populist mode, which I feel like uh, like we talked about Blue Steel. Um, I guess a couple weeks ago now, but um, yeah, have you, have you seen that one, Jamie no. Curtis? It's it's like a cop thriller, but um, it does not play out at all how you're expecting to. It's it's really interesting and it's very um, purposefully yeah, like a gender bent like uh, yeah, like thriller. female like the female perspective is definitely yeah. you can you can tell it's made by like a, a female director. Um, even though I don't think it was written by her or a female writer, but, but, but still it's kind of like looking at, I don't know. She, Jamie Lee Curtis goes through a lot of bullshit in that movie. And it's a lot of it's due to her being a female. Like how, how, what is it? How women deal with, uh, positions (laughs) of like masculine positions and stuff that she likes to tackle. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's something that she, um, has always, I think been interested in like, Mm. and point break is one where she's, kind of exploring masculinity in a big way mm. yeah, yeah. I, you know I, I think one thing that i in rewatching this movie recently now for the podcast this movie could have been awful <laughs> oh yeah under any yeah. other yeah, under, yeah. other directors and like you know it, it still hits it's like cheesy action moments but it's just done there's so much nuance to it that i didn't notice as a kid watching this you know um i, I think it's just a testament to to her her craft yeah. And, and how it's shot and how the story progresses yeah. And, and yeah nothing's better than the than uh memorable and quaint subtle but impactful lines like are you gonna jump or are you gonna jerk off <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean even that stuff so i, yeah, I want <laughs> no on, on the real though yeah i almost felt like this movie's so confusing and not not in a, i don't mean that in a bad way but it's like the lines were almost like Sorkin esque. You, you guys, you guys, yeah, feel that dude. Too? Like, That's what I'm talking about. McGinley like, scene at the yeah. beginning is just yeah. like bam, bam, bam. He's yeah. just hitting like one line. They do the walk like, and talk too. They do the Sorkin the walk, walk and talk. talk. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's really, it's really uh, super clever. And yeah, um, I, I was like, everyone is so clever in Point Break. <laughs> they always have these lines that are just so quick, They're so snappy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it really it could have been bad, and it could have been, mm. you know, cheesier than I think it just is because it was made in '91. Yeah, right? It's also about surfers. Yeah, and it's made about yeah. surfers. But when I watched, so I saw this movie for the first time like just a couple months ago. Like I hadn't seen it, and I was like. You know, everybody says it's like a great. I was begging movie. you to see it. I was like, "How yeah. could you not?" He's like, have "You seen... haven't seen Point Break," and I was like, "Okay, yeah. I'll fucking watch this." And I was honestly shocked when I watched it how how not cheesy it was. Yeah. Like, like it still has like those elements, but I I think she takes. I think the difference is that she takes the characters seriously. Yeah, it's like a guy like Bodie on the surface can be such a fucking hammy joke of a character where it's yeah. like. You gotta fucking feel the spirit of the waves, Please, man. man. Yeah. And it's like, yet he's fucking cool as shit. And it's like, mm. I think it goes back to like the writing of him. Like Patrick Swayze plays him like a serious guy, yeah. and he is also this like badass bank robber who kind of like walks this line between like, like almost like Zen Buddhist guy, mm. and also because like he doesn't. And I think he that's part to of show his heart. everyone about that the human spirit is still alive, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was his whole uh, idea. Oh, the, that's right. The tin, yeah. the tin coffins people drive down the highways. <laughs> oh, God, that's so great. Yeah. Well, and then that, his arc is so great because when oh, yeah. shit hits the fan at the end, it's like he's betrayed everything that he yeah. said he represents. And that's what it's like. That's the shit that makes this movie 
transcend to like another level beyond yeah, just like it transcends action. like yeah. surf ninjas. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because like when you see a lot of his lines and you read them on paper, mm. it makes you roll your eyes so fucking hard. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then hearing him say it, you're just like, yeah, man, you believe it. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, and the uh, it's like my introduction to this movie was um, Hot Fuzz, yeah, and yeah. so I, I kind of took the context of like yeah. within that movie, Point Break is kind of like a cheesy action bro movie, but then watching it for the first time and especially uh, today again, it's like no, when you have the context of the rest of the movie, it's like a pretty sincere, like tense uh, action movie that has cheesy elements because yeah. of the era that it was made, you know. The relationship between Bodie and Johnny Utah reminded me so much of like Benny and Smalls in the Sandlot. Very like oh. taking you Ooh, under his wing and Yeah, like, that's a good it, it's yeah. it's almost like a big brother thing, but there's they're a little bit more on the same playing field. Like you were yeah, saying earlier, like they admired aspects of each other. And yeah. I mean even the scene we're watching now, they're they're at a party and they're just looking back at each other and it, it's there's there's definitely like a gaze between them and it's mm. they're it, attracted to each other. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It's yeah. And it's like, I don't Especially know what I remember when he was like, yeah, yeah you were, uh, you were that you were Johnny Utah, the quarterback for, uh, the Ohio Buckeyes. Yeah. yeah. Ohio state. <laughs> yeah. You run right. the Rose ball and shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't know. You just, uh, it's just right when he says that line, you immediately think this guy, this guy likes Johnny, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like right exactly. off the bat, you know, just, yeah. And even, even, uh, outside of the, those two actors and the writing, it's like the, the camera also is very like female gazy, yeah. which is, which is like one of the that. reasons yeah. this yeah. is such a, I think, uh, important action movie from the era that it was made in, because like you didn't really have that too often. Like in the eighties, you had the kind of masculine, like muscles and sweaty yeah. fucking like bodybuilders. But in this, it's like, they're not really that type of it's, guy. They're like sensitive yeah. guys. Yeah, they, there's yeah. a lot of uh, close-ups on their face, and especially like the lines about what's what's her name the uh, the chick Tyler uh, Tyler yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she always mentions how Johnny has a has a look you know mm-hmm. and like guys don't ever mention that like yeah. you know someone like analyzing your facial expressions you know that give away like your uh, your motivations you know what yeah. I mean. Exactly. And Catherine Bigelow seems to point that out every time with uh, Tyler and Johnny Utah. Yeah, it's and I was I was going to say a minute ago, but like that's what I'm realizing a lot recently. And let me try to word this in a way that's not um, that doesn't make me sound like an asshole or something. But it's like it's it's becoming apparent to me when like I'll I'll be able to tell pretty quickly when like a female direct when a director is a female or like mm. it's been written by a woman. You know, as opposed to like when a man's directing or writing, because there's just like I feel I just right, feel Brad, like there's we more... all know you're liberal. Right? <laughs> okay, you you, uh, you won't get canceled on Twitter. Okay, no one's going to come uh, after you. Yeah, you've got um, enough brownie points. Uh, virtue virtue signaling is that yeah, what it's virtue, called? Yeah, virtue um, signaling. <laughs> this is you know, Brent's women, virtue yeah, signaling. Women corner. are better than men, and uh, in every single way possible. Yeah, yeah. I just think like in 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 movies, it, it, I'm trying to remember one specific example. Amy and I were watching something recently. Uh, oh, I think it was um, Big Little Lies, and um, the second season's not very great. But there's so many little details that I was like, it's so fucking obvious. Like 
that a man didn't direct this, that like a woman directed this, yeah. because it's like that that show plays off so much of the dynamics between these two, the, all these women who uh, who are friends with each other, and like I, I just feel like there's such an eye for that kind of more sensitive side, I guess, mm-hmm. um, in in like movies like this uh, that. Like, you know, you didn't see too much at the time. I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like I'm hating or anything, but less logical. You know what I mean? I don't oh, want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I don't want to make that sound like it's derogatory or anything. Mm-hmm. But it I, feels a little bit more sincere too. Yeah. I feel like it, there's, I mean, it, it almost, it almost feels like, and maybe it could be stereotyping here, but it almost mm-hmm. feels like there's definitely like more of a, a genuine touch to like those kinds of conversations it's, I mean, it's a far run from yeah, like. That's a really good. I, that's it, dude. It's it's sincerity. Yeah. I think because I I think that they're like how you talked about like how I feel like most other directors this movie would probably be bad. Yeah. Because I yeah. I think there'd be kind of like a cynical like fucking edge to it that I think would take away a lot of the the punch to this movie. You know, mm. and having it be so earnest, I think, is so important to what makes it kind of tragic and and dark in the end. You know, mm. um, but uh. So Johnny yeah. Utah, he's fresh out of college or lawyer school. And, yeah, he's coming uh, from law. I thought he's, he's, he's not in the Quantico. Quantico. Oh, he's in Quantico. Quantico. Yeah, he's yeah, like Quantico. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's joining up with the FBI in the Los Angeles division. Yeah. And he's a he's a young guy, and he gets he gets met. He meets uh, his partner. Well, jumping ahead of one of the most important scenes in the movie. Hmm. Got uh, his little shooting in the rain scene. His oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Mm. Little wet t shirt, Keanu. That did kind of look kind of female gazy, didn't it? No, for sure, yeah, man. It's like, like, very, like a skin tight, guy, wet yeah. shirt. Fucking he, that like, smile. How he oh, pops man. the. How he cocks the uh, shotgun. Just how. <laughs> it looks sexual, yeah. but. For like, sure, uh, yeah. Okay, this is totally about homosexuality, right? No, dude, it, it I think it is. <laughs> there, there, there are aspects of yeah, it for sure. Well, and then and then she she's I think she's so interested mm. in yeah, in in like gender and um like where yeah. gender meets power almost. Yeah. And uh because like that's that's a big element of of blue steel and even going forward it's like she has a, a big uh, aspect of Hurt Locker is kind of like uh, men in war and like how uh, masculinity is kind of affected by war and when you Their leave emotions war. emotions itself, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and then obviously Zero Dark... Wait, Zero Dark Thirty? Zero Dark Thirty, what's, what's, yeah. I forgot the name. But yeah, obviously has Jessica Chastain, um, like a, a female in power. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, then he goes to, to the FBI in Cali, to the bank fraud but no, no no bank robbery the robbery unit right yeah yeah i didn't know like it was that bad in la to where they have a, a literal bank robbery division well, i was reading I that so. the writers the original screenwriters had heard had read that la was like the bank robbery capital, capital yeah. of the u.s in the mid 80s wow. that's huh. what and then he decided he was taking surf lessons and he was like wouldn't it be crazy if they were like surf robbers <laughs> <laughs> surf robbers Wait, like the the original writer yeah of the script? original that's writer funny man that's so just funny. like what if this yeah and this <laughs> and then like that's like the foundation to build your movie on that's fucking great because um, i know that like the fbi has a financial crimes division mm-hmm. but i didn't know there was like an, a specific like i guess i guess so if it was that fucking bad <laughs> Yeah, that's why I have a bank robbery division. Doesn't right? see you. You don't really hear about bank robberies anymore, no. do you? Really? 
Not really. I don't think so. I think the mass shootings have kind of well, taken the spotlight. That kind of takes the yeah, it takes the spotlight a little. Bit. Um, Come on, let's go back to the yeah, good old yeah. days. Of bank, <laughs> let's bank back robberies. to ninety one. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys, where did you plan to bank heist? This is a question that comes up on the rewatchables a lot, and I've always wanted to yeah. ask people this. But what would be your role? Would you be like the driver? Would you be the hothead who loses oh, control? Man, dude, that's a good the mastermind. Question. I've I've wa- Heat's one of my favorite movies, oh, man. and. I know what I've I thought mean. about that before. I feel like getaway driver. I th- I think uh, you know removing ego. I think I'm actually. I think I'm a good driver. So I think like getaway driver would. I think I would be the control guy. I think I'd be really good guy at that. Calling the shot. You'd be the, the the guy who you know like a Bodie who's just like controlling the room. Yeah, you the, know the Reagan. Yeah, you'd yeah. Be up there. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't collect any of the money, but I would just make sure everybody was like. You know, yeah, dude, getting their yeah. role, like calling the shots, looking yeah, at everybody, making sure down. nobody nobody gets too cocky and wants the empathy to like, guy. Yeah, who yeah. who would you be? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I've thought about this question a lot, and I'm I drive like a grandma, so I'd definitely not be the getaway <laughs> driver. I would well, you might be able to blend in then. Yeah, in that case, just true. fucking like take off. You could just be 30. the the collector guy. But, I, I think yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned like the control yeah. guy, I feel like I'd be the guy like telling everybody, like, "Hey, you're not gonna die." We just want the money. Yeah, there's got. Like, I feel like the there's got to be with the good robber, bad robber. Yeah. I was just <laughs> gonna say that exact same fucking thing. That's yeah, so fucking you have one funny. guy that's like, keep your fucking head down, and then you're the guy who's like, hey, but honestly, it's gonna be cool. Like, like all <laughs> yeah. your money's insured. Like, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could be that guy too. Yeah. Honestly, just like, hey guys, it's gonna be cool. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> have you seen that recent? Um, the guy who made Bone Tomahawk and. Uh, and, uh, oh, Craig T. Zoller. Yeah, Craig. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Dragged Across the Concrete? I haven't it has seen some it. some bank robber, robbery stuff in there. And yeah. it has a... Uh, I don't know if I want to spoil it too much, but there, there's it's a, some very like professional bank robbery guys yeah. who are just totally brutal. Like, Damn. It's, they had like a... One example is that to make sure that they, no one would know their voices... They were all in mask and obviously just like in black and everything. Yeah, but they had pre-recorded like speaker a, a speaker. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they would know like how to frame it to where it's like they would have to answer in a way that would still follow the sequence of the recording, which was pretty cool. Like how they oh, framed okay. it. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's that's cool. It's yeah, I still long, need to watch that one. It's good. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, honestly. Uh, a good like bank robbery movie mm. is just like it's one of my favorite things, man. Yeah. Like Heat, the town I think is like another yeah. great yeah. robbery Tower movie. Tower heist for sure. Tower <laughs> heist. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Hayden, uh, I just honestly, saw my favorite Hayden Christensen joint. I saw our asking. Twitter and we've been canceled because uh, <laughs> you know who? Yeah, you know uh, who directed say his name. Wait, yeah. what? Who? Brett Ratner directed Tower Heist. Oh, that's and, right. Of uh, course he did. You know, so... Fucking course yeah. he did. Tower Casey Affleck Heist. was in that too, right? Yeah. I'll go to bat. I'll go to bat for uh, Sugar and Spice as a great heist movie. What is that? What's yeah. that? The I cheerleaders, the one of the girls gets pregnant, so they rob a bank. Oh, my I've heard of... I God. I don't think that's I've great. seen it, but I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a chick flick, but uh, I love yeah. it. It's great. That sounds like a fun, fun time. Uh, I, I rewatched uh, Raising Arizona oh, yeah. again the other day, oh, which yeah. 
the, now seeing it for the second time is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. That movie's so it's fucking It's my favorite good. Coen Brothers movie. That, I know it's that's, not the best. That's a completely defensible position. Yeah, that movie it, fucking rules so I just I, I fell in love with Holly Hunter the first time I saw it. I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. And I was like, I want to marry Ed. Like, she's... Dude, yeah. yeah. Dude, that, like, she's incredible on the, uh, oh, on the intro scene it. when he keeps getting arrested and yeah. she's, like, running <laughs> through this, like, gamut of emotions and you're like, holy shit, man. Like... That's such a good calling card movie, dude. That yeah. that is amazingly like written and directed. I'm trying to get my girlfriend to let us be them for Halloween. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Get some pantyhose on my head and yeah. take some pampers. Man, I can do that too with the with the baby. Although Atticus <laughs> is too big now. Your baby kind of looks like uh, Nathan Arizona. I feel like all all white babies yeah, look yeah. like Nathan Arizona. <laughs> Honestly, but he's a little too big now. That that baby's that's like true, six yeah. months probably. Brent, now. you already know what we're doing for Halloween. You already said yes. Fuck, that's right. We're here. Uh, we want to do uh, Cliff Booth and Rick Dalton. It's uh, <laughs> perfect. That would be that yeah, would be great. Cool. I don't know. I, I kind of want to do Cliff Booth though. Do you want to do Rick, Rick Dalton? Do you want to be Rick? I could. I could do Rick. You Dalton. could probably do cowboy jacket. Cowboy Rick Dalton as well. Ooh, that's a good yeah. call. Yeah, from the yeah, uh, the I mean. cowboy show with the mustache, mm-hmm. and I could just grow it out and mm-hmm. then shave everything but the mustache. Yeah, do that. That'd be yeah. cool. And I already looked up on the Tarantino subreddit. Like they're yeah. they're like here's where you can find the champion <laughs> shirt, and oh, here's where you can find the. I'm like, oh okay, thanks guys. That's great. Yeah. That's that's honestly probably going to be a big costume amongst like film yeah. nerds this year, oh, right? Yeah, because I easy. mean, yeah, yeah a cu- like a couple cool. of white guys that are friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy, like not not many of those in America. So <laughs> well, especially in so fil- film crowds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like going to be all Cliff Booths and Rick hmm. Dalton's. Um, <laughs> Fuck it. We're still going to do it. It's going to be cool. We are down. I mean, last year, my girlfriend and I did Halloween. And we did, the last week of October, we did a different costume every day. That's, um, that's man, like, that's a, a lot. That's cosplay to the extreme. We man. spent yeah. $30 each total for seven costumes. Wow. Oh, nice. That's store, insanely yeah, I, I was, so, I mean, mm. granted, like, I had wigs from previous Halloween years, so I didn't have to spend yeah. money on that. But a lot of stuff we, like, would buy and like return the next day. Oh, nice. Or we would go to like, there's a thrift store off Desavala where like everything's a dollar. Oh, shit. Okay. I got like a blazer there. I was. You uh, could really put together yeah. some shit at thrift stores for yeah. sure. Like, at, at, I've, I've walked around like Goodwill and been like, there's a lot of like outfits here. There's like a lot of like weird, wacky shit that you can yeah. use you know together. What we should do instead Johnny, Utah, and Bodie. <laughs> oh, that could be good. I feel like I couldn't successfully pull off either of those guys remotely. Well, You're obviously a Keanu yeah, type. I would be on the Keanu side. Yeah, if I get Sorry, like a man. big blonde wig, dude, you, you <laughs> could do yeah, it, man. I guess that could, you could that could it. work. Yeah, walk yeah. around with surfboards and yeah. that'd be great, <laughs> dude. I always loved your uh, uh, Eric had a badass Ash oh. costume that you had worn to. I, I think a couple. Uh, of I wore like four years in a row. Yeah, it was Evil great. Dead. You got the blood. Evil you had dead. the chainsaw arm. It was kick ass. Because I was wondering, like Ash, like. Pokemon, dude. <laughs> someone should make an, a hybrid of Evil Dead Ash. I did that. Oh, you did. Oh, did well, you? I, I I dated a girl a few years ago, of, yeah. and she had this like Pikachu costume. So we went out, and I was <laughs> Evil Dead Ash. We didn't even put it together until uh, someone at like the bar was like, "Oh, that's clever." And we're like, "What?" And we're like, oh, Ash that's, and Pikachu that's was like, so "Oh my god!" You just like accidentally stumbled yeah. into that. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's actually all you need to do is like put a bunch of blood on the Pikachu yeah. just to kind of like merge them yeah. a little bit more. But it's just like so the uh, was it 
uh, one guy dressed up as a taco and his girlfriend dressed up as Belle. Yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, That's funny. Good. That's good. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Point Break. Point Break. <laughs> Excellent action movie. So uh, he's joined up by his partner, who's played by Gary Busey, the man of the 90s. Yeah. Only. G- Gary the Mouth Busey. Um, <laughs> in his, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I think I said this before. Maybe I said this on the pod just like 10 minutes ago, but it's like it's like his most restrained performance I think I've ever seen. <laughs> like, what other shit is Gary Busey in? I get him and Jake Busey, his son, mixed up sometimes. Because his son's in, like, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Um, contact. Uh, what the fuck is is Jake Busey in or Gary Busey? My bad. He was in the Buddy Holly story. He played Buddy Holly, uh, which is weird. He played Buddy Holly. Yeah. What year? Nineteen sixty eight. Like what? Either early eighties or late seventies. I can't remember. Okay, but it was before La Bamba came out. Um, oh, okay. And then uh, I always get him mixed up. Speaking of raising Arizona, William yeah, yeah. Forsyth. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When I was a kid, I would always assume they were each other. Um, Who was Forsyth in uh, Raising Arizona? He was uh, one of the prison I know buddies. The name. Him and John Goodman. The prison. Oh, he's buddy. the other guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. And uh, <laughs> so I, when it comes to Gary Busey movies, I, I and, and I also got him mixed up with Nick Nolte as a kid. Dude, He's Nick Nolte. Nolte is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Jeez, man. Well, and then like Gary Busey's like fully off the deep end now, right? Like yeah. is, is, he's like, he's like a, a nut job now, right? Like he's, he's like a Randy Quaid type at this point. He, Filming porns with his wife, and uh, I don't want to get. Uh, are they like they, they're but. into like conspiracy theory shit, right? I, th- I Randy think Quaid Randy Quaid's yeah. all about that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, my girlfriend was telling me that Busey was in like a motorcycle accident in the last like fifteen twenty years. Oh, really? And that since then he's kind of been off off the deep end. Oh, mm. Shit, that's too bad. Poor guy. Well, sorry. We, we Gary. wish we wish him the best. We wish Gary Busey well. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's he's still got great. Like fucking the, size more popping yeah. up again. I, yeah, <laughs> he pops up in Blue Steel, and I was like, is that? I was like squinting. I was like, is that? Because he's so young in Blue Steel. Well, in this too. Yeah. But it's like, is, is that like a thirty-year-old Tom Sizemore popping up in this movie, and uh, playing a metalhead on top of like a surfer <laughs> undercover yeah. surfer? I, it's so funny, dude. Because like he definitely must have been that guy who like. You call up for like a one scene big dick energy, like come in the room and scream for fifteen minutes. As long as you give him a line of coke, he'll do whatever. The fuck yeah, you well, want. that was the thing we found out on Saving Private Ryan, right? Is that yeah. Spielberg was like, "I'm gonna fucking fire you." He's if on you don't heroin. Get clean. Yeah, yeah, and then he got clean for that movie. I guess he's canceled too. Apparently, like he did oh, some right. kind yeah. of kind of bad uh, dude, very questionable things. Well, yeah, yeah. that dealing with kids makes so. sense. Man. Yeah, Jesus, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. But. I don't. I mean, like I vaguely remember what the details are, which is good, I guess. But yeah, yeah it just had something to do with like kind of kind of gross stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, so Sizemore, you yeah. suck. Yeah. Fuck you, fucking yeah. asshole. Is is there something to like Lori Petty's androgyny? She's got like really short hair. Oh, oh, definitely, oh. dude. Oh, well, yeah, dude, dude. That's the thing oh, with yeah. Blue Steel too, because like Jamie Lee Curtis um, is is like playing the character, you know, somewhat masculine in Blue Steel. And then, like, Lori Petty's totally in that same vein. Her name's Tyler, which I think yeah. Had, yeah. is a choice, yeah. I think, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, she kind of has, like, a more, like, a uh, kind of, like, a haircut that, like, walks the line between, like, 
feminine and masculine, and I think. Definitely androgynous haircut, mm. for sure. Her eyes, man, are, like, so fucking piercing. Yeah. yeah. What mm. else has she been in? Uh, League of Their Own. That's right, dude. That that's another one I saw. hadn't seen until recently. Oh, really? That is so fucking good. She's great in that. Yeah. She's the sister, right? She's, uh... Yeah. 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 She's the, 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 the pitcher. Yeah, that's right. Um, she, wow, what a different yeah. role. That's why I didn't know offhand. I was oh, like, yeah. She's so different in that movie. Um, and she's in Tank Girl. I don't know if you've ever seen Tank Girl. No, I've heard, heard a lot about a universally bad film. I heard it was, too. I've only seen, oh, like, the first I, 20 minutes of it. It's, I think it's on Amazon, too. Um, but yeah. it's a cyberpunk entry. It's what, super 90s. A lot of guys' asses in this movie, too. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's true, yeah. <laughs> no, they get, like, she, like, Catherine Bigelow really likes Keanu's, like, butt in wetsuits and stuff. I mean, like, who, who a... doesn't, though, really? I mean, you know, we've all been there. <laughs> just quiet, yeah, let the just, fireworks yeah, just, blast off. Let you um, ruminate about, like, the, the, the things You just you li- listen to me think about Keanu Reeves and for then five minutes now. You, like... Oh, it looks like Brent's filing divorce with his wife. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like right at, right yeah. after the Point Break episode, no yeah. less, huh? Um, <laughs> hey, man, it's 2019. You can be gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so, yeah. You know, you know what I f- realized upon watching this movie the second time mm-hmm. uh, for the podcast? is like, this movie fucking moves, man. Yeah, like, I was just about it to moves say that. so yeah. fast. Like, it, it's, it fucking sets things up, knocks them down right away. Like, it gets you into the shit. And then, like, like all of the kind of plot stuff, it moves through very quickly. But then, like, yeah, the relationship stuff, I feel like it, like, really lets breathe and, like, takes – she, like, takes her time kind of, like, doling yeah. that stuff out. Mm. Um, the Rewatchables were talking about how somewhere between this and Die Hard is, like, the first modern action movie mm. wherein, like, you could – Watch it now, and the only different, the only thing you would notice is that is different is like they would need put cell phones in it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. As far as pacing sure. goes, and like, and also, I mean, just the the protagonist. I mean, Keanu's not just like Bruce Willis. He's not this beefy, huge guy, but also unlike Bruce Willis, he's not like making wisecracks. I mean, he'll throw in a few here, but that's not his character, you know. Yeah, but Bru- okay, I'm, I will defend. I mean, obviously, you can see. My, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies of all time, Same. Die Hard. Yeah. And uh, Die Hard is fantastic because of its, like, like uh, perfect three-act structure and, like, Bruce Willis being, like, not an over-the-top, like, badass, but yeah. in the sense of, like, this guy is, like, a regular NYPD cop yeah. and he's yeah. actually going through, like, things with his wife and he develops that. For sure, throughout the whole movie, he's he's, you know? he's human. It's yeah. a, it's like the the feet in the glass thing is part of that. It's yeah. like sh- showing him like but trying he to overcomes walk it. With, That's why it's called yeah. Die Hard. That's what's so sick about. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> he's human, but he still uh, gets well, through it. Talking yeah. talking about how this movie holds up so well, it, it brings up another interesting uh, kind of component to look at Bigelow and Cameron, like. B- Bigelow is kind of effortlessly cool. Yeah. In in I think all of her movies. Yeah, and Cameron sure. comes across as kind of a nerd yeah. in, in, in every single movie, I think, kind of. Even though oh, yeah. even though he has like oh, yeah. badasses like Linda Hamilton, obviously, in, in Terminator Two and stuff like that, and Ripley. Um like, like Aliens is a cool movie, but it's like 
Yeah, fucking like a nerd maybe. Yeah, it, yeah, it's so like, nerdy <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's so fucking yeah. like geeky. Mm. Um, just just like even how he dives into the process mm. of like the fucking tactics of the soldiers and mm. shit, and then like I don't know. There's something so like effortless about like Bigelow's direction that kind of mm. I think makes it feel so modern and, yeah. and hip. You know, mm. it ages a lot better. So do you, you think it'll a Point Break will age better than Aliens? Than aliens, um, that's interesting. I, I, I kind of think it already does in some mm. regards. Like Aliens is a movie I love. Um, I don't know. That's that's something to think about. I guess going forward, yeah, for let's sure. like put a pin in that for future episodes this season. Because mm. because uh, I, I wonder because like even with like Titanic, I don't know. It's still pretty nerdy to me. That whole movie. Like the yeah. romance thing, I just I, I just don't buy that. I don't buy Rose and um, see Leo, I, Eric. Jack, where where do you know. fall on Titanic? Well, it's funny you say that because the whole reason James Cameron made that movie was yeah. so he can get money to go search the like the, the actual Titanic. Yeah, to do nerd shit. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. He's a fucking. Dweeb. I I like Titanic, but I also like yeah. it because um, my mom had just uh, she was in between jobs. Yeah. So she was going to start her new job, but she had like a few weeks off. So she woke us up and was like, hey, you don't have to go to school today, but you have to go see Titanic with me. Hell yeah. So my you brother, like she let it. us like skip school to see Titanic with her. And I remember watch, sitting through the whole thing and I was what, I was about 10 or so. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's just that I have a fond memory of that with my mom. So like that movie That's means so... a little bit more than me because of that. Yeah. New yeah. segment. For this season, Titanic <laughs> stories, because I've told mine about how, like, my dad was, like, taking all of his yeah. friends to see it and how it's like a fucking thing where it's like it's it's never happened before. It's an event like you have. Everybody has to see it. This is the longest fucking fireworks show I think they've ever done yet. It's, um, a, it's on time. Yeah, yeah like, um, but uh, it's been 15 minutes. But but yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to hear more people's like because it's so like, yeah. James Cameron's, at least his more recent movies, like they're fucking events uh, of a magnitude that like you remember when you saw them and like who you were with and like what was happening. It's like even for me, at least Avatar also, like I remember seeing it and talking to people afterwards and stuff. But um, I also want to yeah. add that she didn't make me cover my eyes during the titty drawing scene. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Because that's it, was cool <laughs> it was artsy. It was artsy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like, like it's sex. not, you know, it, you can watch it. That's fine. Yeah, I got to see it, too. I even so, asked her, um, like, should I close my eyes? And she's like, no, it's fine. I, I don't <laughs> think I think I got the hand over the eyes. I, I, I It was definitely yeah. like a like a VHS rewatch you know when so mom's funny. not home yeah. type thing. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, what's so funny is that the, what I remember, I remember that theater when I was watching Titanic, you know, with my family. Yeah. And. The only part I remember, like, sitting there as a kid, wasn't even the titty part. Yeah. It was when Rose, like, uh, she puts her hand on the mm. foggy window and it goes down. I don't know <laughs> why that burned in my head, because maybe well, I thought it was... it did for me, too. Yeah. I mean, because we saw it when we were seven or eight, yeah. dude. It was, like, definitely pre-pubescent. We were yeah. like... Whoa. Whoa. Car <laughs> steaming? I why think is this it, why is sex? Is, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it, it was so... But yeah, even even that to a slightly less cheesy degree is him doing his like Terminator sex scene where it's like it's like very unhip. And it's like that's kind of what I love about him, too, is that like, well, he like is he very just, he earnest. Just, well, he skips the sex altogether by just he let me just film this hand on this window yeah. so I don't have to 
direct these people fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Yeah, for sure. He just learned that he should not do sex scenes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Avatar, they fucking have sex with hair. You fucking nerd. <laughs> like, <laughs> but see, it's like it's definitely like a. Uh, I mean, how do I avoid awkward shit? It's like a double edged sword yeah. for me. Like his his nerdiness because I also think that for me that's kind of what I love about him. Like I love that he's a very sincerely nerdy guy who's like really just like nerding out and making these big like budgets that are kind of like a testament to his nerdy shit. Like I kind of love that about him. Um, but, uh, but Bigelow, you know, and him didn't work out probably because she's, she's a little too, too (laughs) hip for him. I imagine. You know, she was a model actually before she, uh, you mean she was an independent woman who don't need no man. (laughs) Because James Cameron probably wanted complete control over the marriage. He probably did, yeah. to be honest, honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I like read that today that she was like an actual like uh, well, she's, model she's for pretty. like art she's exhibits. Very, yeah, yeah, she's like a really pretty, yeah. pretty woman. But then she, uh, not the pretty woman, that would be uh, Julie, uh, I forgot her Roberts. name, that's a terrible joke. Julia Roberts. <laughs> I'm going to delete yeah. it. Um, but uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was like, yeah, she was like a... Um, like, a, not even a model for, like, magazines or anything. She was, like, a model in, like, art, like, live oh, art and cool. shit like that in New York. And then that, that like, transitioned into her, God, this foot chase. Sorry, we have it on in the background, and I'm just getting uh, yeah, yeah. distracted by this fucking ridiculous foot chase. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then she got into the directing world mm. and uh, started making stuff. How many action movies have you seen a guy throw a dog at somebody? As Dude, a- the, ki- the <laughs> No, it was... Uh, it was- it was intentional because remember Bodhi was like, you're like a pit bull. <laughs> and then he kicks the pit bull like during that scene. Wait, when? Yeah. Cause Bodhi calls, uh, Johnny Utah's, um, energy. Oh, like yeah. you're like a put a pit bull. Right. When he fights oh, those Nazis. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. He, yeah. And then ironically, uh, Keanu Reeves <laughs> kicks a literal pit bull with his foot during the, uh, foot chasing. That, so. that scene, uh, yeah, that scene's great when he beats up the Nazis. And we're getting Just to the best scene, Nazi the fucking uh, the hot fuzz scene. Yeah, <laughs> the, hot fuzz, the scene. hot fuzz scene. So, okay, rewatching was, was, this last night. See, this is where Keanu Reeves pulls out and blows his load, not at Bodie, but all over the place instead. Yep. So he doesn't commit to him. That's a good read, man. I like that a lot. I, I do. I really do like that a lot. Yeah. So, okay. He like, looks into his eyes and says, I can't, I can't, I can't come inside can't, you. Can't do it. Yet. <laughs> that's a, that's a good take. Um, but so th- did this, it's, it's not confusing as much anymore, but the first time I watched this, I was definitely like, Oh, well, Keanu's covers blown. Oh yeah. Like, and they like both know that, right? but but then yeah. that's kind of the the drama. That's like the tension that she's playing on after that scene, right? When they see each other, mm. is that like they both know who the other person is, yeah? But mm. they they don't want to say it, like they they don't want to fucking like blow the the cover. I, I don't know how I, I don't know how exactly like undercover operations work, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's nothing like this. Like on a realistic <laughs> sense, yeah, for sure. Because like you know, I've watched a few docs of like undercover people and how like you know they're like they're literal like like psychopaths. Like you know they 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 are able to like not you know like reprogram themselves yeah. to fit. 
for sure. So it's like a perfect occupation for psychopaths. That you just go through like intense training and shit like that. Well, you've so, got to be right because yeah. it's like to to see the shit that undercover mm-hmm. like police or whoever sees. Well, that's why this movie's you have like to be a, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this movie's like a testament on why like you can't just have empathy as like an undercover cop. You, Definitely. Even like uh, you know Scrubs guy was like you you're getting. Or is it Gary Busey? You're getting too close to Bodie. And shit. Yeah, it was yeah. Busey. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. After after the scene, mm. it was always oh, after the foot chase scene that's hap- that just happened. Mm. Um, but but that's another thing that uh, that she does in Blue Steel, I think, too, where like the movie kind of takes a different turn than you're expecting. Like like halfway through Blue Steel, she finds out that he's the the stalker and that he's the guy who's like killing people with her gun. And then just like in this movie, mm. uh, they they kind of like figure out who the other person is halfway through, and mm. then it kind of plays on the tension of that for the rest of the uh, yeah, which is really cool. The Dude, the so the skydiving scene um, is is fucking incredible. It's like it's like still it holds up. It like holds up so well, yeah, for sure. Because like it was it was shot uh, practically. They all actually just jumped out of the fucking plane. And, um, well, how the fuck did they do the one without the parachute beats me, man? I have no fucking idea. I wish I looked that one up. Like yeah. how the making Tra- of like that fucking Travis Pastrana actually did yeah. that one time. Like he jumped out of a without plane. Without a parachute? It's totally parachute possible. And yeah. like met Jesus. up with a guy with the parachute mm. and he had like a, a belt on or something to, to, cl- to connect. clip. Yeah. 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 But he jumped out without a parachute. It was nuts. God damn, man. I heard this story on... It doesn't doesn't have to do with, you know, movies and stuff. It's just, like, a parachuting incident. Yeah. Like, uh, this guy, uh, he was doing tandem. You know, if if you've gotten skydiving, you do tandem when you Mm. start because, you know, you don't know how to operate the parachute. So you're attached to someone, and uh, the parachute didn't work. And... uh, Fuck. Yeah, and they, they... I think... Man, the they both survive, but like Jesus. the guy who like took the brunt of the pack was like completely paralyzed, but somehow wow. like survived. Wow. But he 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 saved the other guy's life. Like he's totally fine. The other guy who was on wow. that's insane. Man, and to fall from that height, and just yeah, yeah, somehow live. I've I've heard of stories like that. Yeah, where I think he did it on live. purpose too because he knew what was going to like. He knew the other guy. I think it was the expert. Uh, who like sacrificed himself to take the impact because he knew that the other guy didn't, wouldn't know what to do, you know. God, so the guy's dude, a fucking a, hero. You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, that yeah. that's got to be like maybe in your contract or something, right? When you sign up to be a uh, uh, the guy helping people, like a flight instructor. Yeah, like know. if yeah. something goes wrong, like you're gonna be the <laughs> like the fall guy. So, yeah, you're gonna be literally <laughs> the fall guy, yeah, uh, the, the the ground guy, yeah, more the, like it. Uh, but yeah, because I've gone skydiving once. Um, oh, and, that's right. Yeah, we went, you went with Christian, right? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That man. I would it is. Yeah, I'm not about that. No, you guys should that. try it. Honestly, it is. Oh, is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Honestly. Yeah. And the the only thing that kind of that's why like this movie I was kind of taken out when they were doing the skydiving parts. Yeah. Because like they're on um, I don't know they're on a Cessna or something, and it seems like it like when we went skydiving. You only get to free fall for like a minute. Like it's not long. Yeah. 
They're they're falling yeah. for a long time. Yeah, they're like falling. The, for the ground a long time. is kind of stagnant there yeah. for a while, and they were holding on a little bit too long. Yeah, and that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it, just because I I've I've done it before, and it would just seem like, um, it just seemed way too long. But <laughs> yeah, that minute of free fall that we had when I, I had was like, oh my god, it was, it was amazing, because prior to that, the scariest part. Like it's not even putting on, yeah, it's not putting on the suit or anything. It's when you're on the plane and you're like, oh shit, I can't like, I can't just like not do this now. I hate flying as it is. Like, uh, oh yeah, you wouldn't be able to, to, to to, like fly, to like get in a plane and be like, I'm going to fly now, but, and then you're going to jump out of said plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You just shoot me in the fucking head on the ground. I think the magical part is though, is like you get to the, the apex of fright is at, the door you know when you're like looking down and you're on a fucking plane you're like oh my fucking god what am i doing but once you go you just try it is you're not scared anymore because you kind of just accept like oh well you know if i die like there's there's really nothing i can do about anything now so i'm gonna enjoy this instead yeah see you know what i mean that's what that's always what i work my way around to when i get on a plane yeah is that kind of thing where like i accept you death. accept it yeah like what else like what else <laughs> so can if you i do? was to jump out it's, of the plane it'd yeah. be a similar thing i guess well that's how i feel yeah that's how i feel like going in cars i mean not cars flight uh planes yeah because it's like yeah. i literally have no control over what's yeah, gonna happen anyway so yeah. why am i gonna worry about it yeah, yeah. I'm not a goddamn pilot <laughs> yeah I, mean, so, I play a lot of flights sim you know if the pilot was to die I might be able to to land that bad boy. I mean, Does anyone uh, here play Flight Slim? <laughs> Flight Slim, <laughs> like the the uh, <laughs> the attendant doesn't know what she's fucking talking about. She's <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, do we have any uh, uh, Flight Sim fans in, on the plane? Yeah. And I would I would confidently raise my hand. No, you like you like run your little front. like you put like a captain's hat on, <laughs> just like slowly. I like pull it out of my backpack and put it on my head. Adjust my glasses. And then Jake slowly pushes you aside. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Let me, let me what do if that's this. what Soli's up to now? He's like, he's, he just takes flights every day of his life just, just in preparation for the next, like, incident. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, you oh never know God, when there are going to be some birds. Jake Soli? <laughs> are we going to die on this plane? Are we, is this plane going to, like, yeah. malfunction? Dude, that would sequel. Yeah, Soli 2. Reboot of uh, Airplane. <laughs> Hyper solely. Uh, <laughs> Hyper that, solely. That would be the only circumstance. You in will which... solely your pants after this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, that Extreme would be the only circumstance that. in which I would be confident about being alive at the end of the flight is if I were to turn over and solely Captain Soli Sullenberger himself is sitting next to me and he gives me a little wink and I'm like, you know what? I think I'll be okay. We're going to be okay. Now, if it was, if it was Tom Hanks as Soli Sullenberger, but also Soli next to him, the real Soli. Yeah. Sitting next to him in the same outfit. And then then next to him is, is, is uh, Mr. Rogers. And and then next to him, is Steven Spielberg? Yeah, you just described Brent's wet dream. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm I'm that's on a, the plane to heaven. That's, I'm that's dead. a good way to die. <laughs> yeah, I've died already. Oh no. <laughs> a plane, a plane to heaven. Plane to that's heaven. One it's the it's best like phrases. Scientology. Oh, you boy. hop in the C one thirty and fly into the volcano and uh, holy yeah. shit! Plane to heaven is a great title for my memoir. soul plane to <laughs> plane to heaven. Starring Snoop Dogg. How Dog. is Soul Plane 
not about dying and going to heaven in a plane. Was it not? I don't think so. I've never watched it. Wasn't it like a cool plane? Yeah. It's like a cool, like, kind (laughs) of... It's like a hip... Brent, the the white guy here is is that is so played like a a cool is, cool that, is that like a hip plane? <laughs> God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Um, it's, it's okay, we all love you for but, it. But uh, okay, so the skydiving scene's happening now, and yeah, I mean, just the cinematography of it, the score. Do you yeah. know where that is? Like the actual geography of that? It looks. It. I feel like it's like uh, Nevada. Jesus, yeah. what's the lake? Not Canyon Lake, because that's a Texas that, lake. That looks like Tahoe? We're the runoff for Maybe. Nevada, because, I mean, Nevada is close to L.A., so... Because, like, there's a big reservoir for Las Vegas water. Honestly, what you're talking about the of, same lake I, I went to as a kid. We yeah. went there in an RV, and it looks like that lake. And I can't... Yeah. It's, it has one of the seven wonders of the world in it. It's like a... Oh, really? It's an arch. Yeah, I wish uh, I could uh, remember. Um, Was it Nevada, though, for sure? I think it's Nevada. I think it is. Yeah, because yeah. I remember flying, um, was it from Vegas or something? Seeing mm. that huge, huge, huge lake. And it yeah. kind of looked like that from up top. So, yeah. This is bad podcasting that we don't know. There's someone, there's <laughs> oh, some like, good. there's some geography, geography major. Ways. Yeah. It's like, um, actually, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> it's the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, no, okay. So this, this scene's great for a lot of reasons. It's shot really, really incredibly, but also, I, I love that it's it's kind of like a tension relief yeah. because the the build up to this scene is almost like what you're talking about, Adam. Mm. It's like the build up to jumping out of a plane. It's like this incredibly right. tense, like I'm I'm scared about what's going to happen. Like oh shit, they're all getting in a plane. They're, are they, they going to skydive? Like and then they like uh, switch backpacks around, yeah. which is also very yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's and yeah. you're thinking like oh shit, is this like a uh, uh, what do you call it? It's the a Russian roulette. Russian, Russian roulette. roulette. Yeah. Um, but then, Which yeah, they totally jump out. Which is totally in character for those people. Like, of course, like, yeah. you know, they'd be down to, like, Of course, Bodie's like, maybe I have a fucking parachute. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Who gives a shit? I'm yeah. going to dive out. Yeah. Um, but then it's incredible when they jump out and then, like, the score swells and it's, like, this beautiful, like, orchestral thing. And the way that I read it this time is that this is, like, this is, like, their last hurrah together. Because, like, they both know that this isn't going to last, mm. that they both have to go back to, like, their their own kind of ways of life and that, you know, they mm. know who the other person is. It's the that, ultimate, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's the ultimate, yeah. Mm. And it's kind of like the climax in the movie in a big way because when they hit the ground, that's when, like, the shit, shit hits goes, the fan. Yeah, where they and, have to accept the reality of the situation. Yeah. You know? Be- because th- there's, like, not a... There's some tension well, in they, the skydive, but... Well, they all know, like, they all know who each other is yeah. now. They're like, he's in the yeah. FBI. FBI knows who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He knows he's Ronald Reagan, the guy in the Ronald Reagan mask mm-hmm. and all that. So it's uh, it's interesting to see, like, when it it, it is like a, a, a super big tension uh, scene, tense scene, because as soon as, you know, as soon as the parachutes actually deploy on all of them, you're like, whoa. Shit, there yeah. was parachute and all exactly them, like know, they did not... want to fucking skydive yeah. with with Keanu. Yeah, with it wasn't Keanu. like to kill him or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you you yeah you get that like they still like each other. Like they're doing yeah. the thing where they're like pull the cord like when no, they're getting you, close. Yeah. And, ah, it's so good, man. Yeah. It's like shit like that that you like you can see the the maybe not bad but like the the cliche version of that play out, and it's yeah. like. 
they they turn on him in the dive, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. it, and it like becomes revealed, and he doesn't uh, have a parachute, and like it turns into this like tense kind of. Uh, standoff in the sky as like he's like trying to get a parachute and it like doesn't it doesn't fuck around with that because it's like kind of their last hurrah together mm-hmm. as like friends you know lovers whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call whatever it whatever you want to yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then you find out that uh good old tyler Oh yeah, you know, got kidnapped by kidnapped. by Bodie Bodie and gang mm-hmm. to to have leverage insurance posi- policy, as uh, Bodie likes to say, to uh, stop uh, yeah. Johnny Utah from taking him down to jail. Yeah, so. it's uh, and and that's that's like a real Bigelow signature move, if you will. Really? Is that uh? Well, no, I was just gonna say that like with the first time I saw this. I was like, this isn't really playing out how I expected it. Like, this is like, I I had a version of this movie in my mind that I felt kind of confident about, like, like him shooting the gun in the air is like the, the, the third act of the movie. And then like, he's going to shoot Bodie, uh, at the end. And like, I, I had this kind of version in my head of the movie and like, okay, yeah, it's, it's on screen right now, but like the, the, the van scene is pretty incredible with uh mostly due to uh Swayze's performance because he's like like he he's sincerely yeah, yeah, he's sincerely like I don't want to fucking do this man. Like I hate violence. Like I use this guy because he can do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, I really don't want to have to do this, but like you kind of fuck things up mm-hmm. by being an FBI agent and like figuring but out me. who we are. <laughs> like <laughs> um but yeah, he plays it kind of like uh like kind of like sad, out. somber. Yeah, yeah, he's like somber yeah. about uh, yeah, what, what's happening. He doesn't, Johnny. especially like he had a relationship with Tyler too, so it wasn't anything that like, yeah, you know. See, and then that's another, that's another element They're where Eskimo like if a bros, dude directed, yeah. if a dude directed this movie, that would be an element of tension. Yeah. The fact that like Keanu's with his ex girlfriend now, that would be played up for like some kind of tension between yeah, their relationship. Yeah, but it's, he's really cool about it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, free love, man. Like, yeah. that's kind of who Bodhi is. It's mm. just like, he just, he fucks, man. Yeah, Bodhi fucks. <laughs> Bodhi, Bodhi fucks. fucks. Bodhi I think that's the, yeah. it's the bottom line. Is that a good movie. band name? Bodhi, Bodhi fucks. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least like a punk album. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then, yeah, and then, and then the rest of this movie is, shit hitting the fan like pretty much like th- this was our last like ride together as a uh, last time having a having a fun time together and then now it's uh shit just escalates into a bunch of shit do you know what it is i mean i know we talked a lot about how he kind of like turns into a hypocrite at the end but what was it that made him what was the turning point that made him decide to go to the vault with the last heist to go with what to go to the vault because it was the last. It was because he knew that it was his last uh, ride. He was ready to die, basically. I, I I think he was. He just needed extra cash to oh, do okay. like a, you know, yeah. Thing. And I yeah. I honestly think that like his emotional state is playing into that. Yeah, I, I think it's the fact that like this guy who he thought was cool fucked him over. He like he like yeah. kind of wants to put Johnny Utah through the ringer a little bit. And he's like, fucking, let's do the vault. Like, fuck it. Let's well, do it. He's his like, whole life is also just, like, unraveling. 
you know? For sure. Yeah, definitely. You're, uh, you're talking about uh, Bodhi, right? Yeah, Bodhi. Because, yeah. like, Bodhi, you know, the, the, the endless summer is ending to him, and uh, mm-hmm. he needs he needs to just, like, go on to, you know, he needs to live for that, like, last, like, big wave. So he needs to, like, gather the the cash to... And he's been found out, right? So he's already got the FBI on his, on his uh, butt, so he needs as much cash you know as that's possible. The, I think that's the that's big point. element yeah, yeah. of it. The fact that, like, he knows that through Johnny Utah, they're on to him. Yeah. And he's like, fu- might as fucking well go to the vault. Like, yeah, let's Like, just, we're doing this already. Yeah. You know, I really wish I had more, like, uh, historical context of the time of this movie because, like, I, I really wonder, like... I don't know enough about fucking like America in like the late eighties, early nineties, but I feel like Bodhi like represented something, right? Is, it's it's a. I mean, this movie came out what the same year as Slacker, or was that the year before? Ooh, yeah, so Slacker they, was the same, same year, year, man. Same yeah. year, right? Okay, yeah. So That's there is that kind of element of like Generation X and nihilism that was going on at the time, and uh, I mean everything. This is it's. I'm listening to a podcast right now about Woodstock '99, and they talk about MTV and how. MTV was the voice of Generation X, and by the end of the 90s, it became, like, Teen Nick, basically, like, Teen Nickelodeon. For sure, yeah. So, like, this is just defines that era of, of people, and then, like, you know, they don't know, they don't want to become their parents. Mm. So, you know, the, the Endless Summer thing you bring up is uh, Well, then so, that with Johnny yeah. Utah, too, yeah. and the, the, like, Tyler narrative and stuff like that, the story that he tells her, like, that's super interesting. Mm. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. This is actually to go back on the homoerotic thing. Like, mm-hmm. it is like Johnny Utah is like this uh, quintessential like good boy. Who, you know, went yeah. you know went to call ha, you know had a great college football career. From he's from Ohio. You know, he's he's really yeah. smart and handsome and whatnot. And then you have like Bodie, who's like probably a dropout. You know. Do just uh, his life is just on the waves, you know, not giving a shit. Yeah, and it's like those two nineties like kind of um, cultures just like yeah. clashing, but but the you end know, result like is just love, man. Dude, you know what? I'm. Have you seen Once Upon a <laughs> Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It kind of honestly feels like a similar thing to like mm. the late sixties turning into the seventies yeah. vibe, mm. where it's like. Bodie is kind of this like late sixties, almost like Manson girl esque figure <laughs> where he's like, he's like fucking just, just live in life, man. And like Free the love, world yeah. is ours. And it's like Keanu's not, not exactly the, the like encroaching seventies or like the encroaching nineties, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> but I, I think it's an interesting dynamic, man. It's like a, the generational shift I feel like is kind of similar yeah. to what happens in that movie. Well, it's just like you know, it, it, it's like the 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 cops are catching up to the culture, right? Like, yeah, like ah, uh, yeah. Because you, you can see this now. Like, you can see corporations. Even TSA has like a meme page and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, it's because it's not that the entity itself is trying to like be that. It's more that. The people working for those entities are ju- are the same age, yeah. You know, so they can all, they understand like what the generation, the current generation is going through, yeah. So so it's like interesting to see like this also is just that Johnny Utah is like still of that generation and kind of still adapts, yeah, exactly. to like the coolness of I don't know like 
eighties, nineties, like surfer, surferdom. Is that the, yeah. the word? Uh, surfdom. No, surfdom. That's definitely not the right word. That's uh, it's just a fun word to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, like, the FBI is having, like, you know, they have these new up-and-coming recruits, and, you know, yeah. they could be cool. You yeah. know, why not, right? Like, <laughs> Exactly. Well, then yeah. that's, that's really interesting to keep in mind with, mm. like, the ending. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about, like, that final bank heist, but... Uh, Which was super cool Yeah, and it's re- really yeah. tense, and, like... Yeah, I mean it's it's like the the way she shoots her her bank scenes are yeah. are incredibly tense. Mm. And, I do love uh, that like Johnny Utah just standing there without a mask. It's like he just like <laughs> walked into a flash mob and like doesn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah they they fuck him over so hard, yeah. man. I yeah, and then like uh, that that's that's like another element of like the unpredictability of when I first saw it is like. It's like what is, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in this now. It's like they got Keanu there in the bank with like them robbing it. Yeah. Um boy, these cops, huh? These <laughs> fucking cut these two cops, man. Like I don't know what the fuck the guy, the cop who got the, like you got the you fat know. guy from the office. Yeah, you got Kevin on the ground <laughs> yeah. picking up his chili down there, and then you got this cop who's like this hey, follow cop. my lead. Yeah. There's like six of them with uh big guns, but I'm gonna try to kill all of them. It's like <sighs> Guy's an idiot. That's yeah. Why would he do that? It yeah, be it's a like, fucking hero. I don't know? really have yeah, any dude. faults with this movie except that that guy's really, honestly, pretty dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like like I would don't not, do that. Like dude. they have fully like fully automatic and yeah. like fucking like what do you think you're gonna yeah. do? And then he shoots Keanu Reeves like fucking, fucking <laughs> who like idiot. doesn't even have a fucking yeah. or no he does have a gun right? But Keanu with no, bullets. no bullets. Yeah, yeah. He's all yeah. He's shooting blanks. Oh. oh. There it is. There it is. Uh, but but yeah, dude. This this uh, this bank robbery goes like so fucking awry. Like half of the guys get killed. Uh, they kill the co- oh see, and then yeah, it's it's playing literally right now as I'm talking about this. But when Bodie, it, it like yeah draws it out because mm. it's like this is the turning point for Bodie. Mm. Even beyond saying go to the safe, this is like when he has to kill somebody. Yeah, and he's like the. Uh, uh, you know, free non, love yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of guy, yeah, yeah, like nonviolence, but he's mm. like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I have to shoot this guy. Well, Cause, you know? uh, his buddy is fuck is down and mm-hmm. ends up, uh, dying. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they, they like all start getting Was killed Roach or something. Whoever this guy is, um, this is rated. This has to be rated. Though, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. The, the use of the masks too, I think is so great. Cause they're such, they're mm-hmm. so creepy masks. You can see their eyes and their, their and teeth. Yeah, their mouths like move. Yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with what they're saying, it's crazy. Did, did this movie um, start that kind of? Uh, I don't know if it's a trope. I guess it's kind of a no, trope it, now. It's but been, like the it's masks been for a while. Oh, okay. The Even... killing from Stanley Kubrick had clown mask. Oh, they did. That's right. That's I remember right. how he has like the Dark Knight, Dark Knight references. Yeah, yeah, yeah references yeah, that. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, because I think of like Heat. They do, and then in uh, the town, they kind of have they have the, the, the nun masks, and then Baby Driver, yeah. Baby Driver. Yeah, you know. Well, you gotta have masks. You gotta have masks. If you're gonna do a heist, you gotta have masks. Yep. <laughs> gotta get those masks. Well, that's that's what's so funny about uh, what was it? Raising Arizona. Where he robs the, the cashier with like pantyhose. the fucking pantyhose, yeah. <laughs> and the whole pantyhose pantyhose thing always like cracks me up because it's like, I mean, that's not we, we hiding as much as you think. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, we're trying to fool yeah. here. Yeah, you think that's like fully distorting your face, and it's like mm. distorting like 
ten percent of it. Mm. Um, it's like you put the opacity at fifty percent. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Nintendo sixty four graphics of your face. Nintendo sixty four, yeah, pixelated version of it. That's perfect. That's, like your yeah. golden eye. Yeah. Like the, the, it's the golden eye version. Yeah, because like uh, there's not enough polygons yeah. on your face anymore. It's, yeah. it's like I just yeah. don't know who that guy is anymore. Just, <laughs> who is that? It could be anybody. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, and then John John C. McGinley comes in. Gary Busey fucking punches his Clocks lights him out in the fucking. It's face. fucking great. Yeah, because they uh, cuffed Ke- Johnny. Cuffed yeah, because they're like at the, at this point, it looks like he was just like helping them out with the bank robbery. Now, like they they full on pretty much. Yeah, I them. mean, I don't even see honestly. Like, if I would give another, I wouldn't say a demerit point, but kind of an unrealistic thing. Yeah, like. Of course this guy is not part of the heist if everyone else has a mask on. Yeah. Like, why would why would the guy who's also part of the heist just decide, oh, you know, I'm I'm just not going to wear a mask. Yeah, either. like, I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. They don't have it, cameras, right? Banks don't have cameras in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll roll the dice. That's why I was, I was kind of, like, weirded out on, like, why they decided to, like, not give him a mask. I think it would have made more sense if they did, honestly. Well, I think that at that point they were kind of like, fuck him. Right, yeah. like they were kind of like it doesn't matter really. If like he we dies, just, he dies. <laughs> yeah, because well, they they were just going to leave him behind anyway, right? I think. Yeah. Um, and and dip out. But I was going to bring up too another thing that I really love, um, about the movie is that like I I kind of love that like beyond the first kind of awkward encounter that like Busey and Keanu have, like they actually do kind of like become buds. Yeah. So like I don't know I I just feel like it's uh it's like his dad man. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like exactly. his, his like mentor a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, he's always telling people about how he's like, I've been in the fucking I was in the jungles of Quezon. Shitting your diapers. And yeah, you like know, he says that yeah. type of sentence like <laughs> yeah. eight times and it's it never gets stale. It's it, great. It, it's so funny because uh, I used to, oh man, I, I tried to. Vietnam. <laughs> I used to go to Vietnam. <laughs> um, no, you know the part at the beginning where. Keanu Reeves was trying to get him all hyped up to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, are you, that seems you fucking mad? great. Yeah. yeah, you mad is the line that I played over and over again because it's so you, you mad, you mad. Because yeah. it was the reason why I played that was because you mad was the 2000, 2011 meme. You know, yeah. like you remember like the you specific mad? year that that, <laughs> like, oh, you know, okay, those okay. times. I thought you were like pulled that from memory. 2010, like, 2011, for sure. Know, yeah. That era of like, yeah. you know, rage comics and stuff. For sure. Yeah. Oh, Gen Zers, in case you don't know what a rage comic <laughs> is, it is a comic. A Facebook. I don't know. Yeah. It a it's a comic know. with, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Rage. <laughs> rage. Yeah. But, but anyway, no, that yeah. seems great. Yeah. I think that's like Mulholland Drive, too, right? It looks like it. Uh, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you yeah, mad? he's like trying to trigger uh, Busey into yeah. telling him his theory because mm. uh, Busey apparently has a theory that everybody makes fun of about, makes fun of him about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he goes really autist on that the sand analysis and. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> They're like the breaking scene. up the molecular structures of like the the soil they found and said there's like surf, there's like sex <laughs> like uh, 
uh, sex cream wax. on this one, yeah. wax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, fucking surfers like to surfers. put this on their boards. All, <laughs> all that like, stuff <laughs> that that leads to the great montage, though, where yeah. they're getting like surfers' hair, yeah. and where like Busey is like fucking like uh, yeah. bothering the uh, the, the, the smokers, the, the stoner guys, yeah. and then Keanu's doing Keanu. Yeah. He's like, hey man, what's up? Oh dude, you got like a big ass like he's like yeah. playing fucking Ted. Yeah. Uh, and um. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. I just love their friendship. And then uh, he's fucking about to die right now. Busey. It's a bummer. It is really. He's like, he's never been like a likable guy in anything to me like that. I can remember (laughs) at least he always plays like crazy guys, I think. Yeah. But in this, he's like a likable kind of kooky old, like uh, definitely like a Trumper. He's like, definitely like a a Trump (laughs) voter. Yeah, he's a Trump (laughs) voter, but like. You know you can't get mad at him because he just seems like he just seems like a really he seems nice like guy. a like a racist uncle type <laughs> yeah you know, like the the guy the uncle you're like, like you can't take you, this guy out but you avoid talking politics at any cost but you're like you know you'll hang out with him you know yeah, he's got a Murtaugh yeah. vibe from Lethal Weapon I feel oh, like he's yeah. very like he's like five days away from pension yeah <laughs> yeah 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 like. I've been working on, I've been working at the FBI for 22 years and <laughs> yeah. I'm about to retire. My daughter's going to college. And, well, uh, <laughs> well, that, that, could, that could have been a bigger character thing for him, yeah. but I kind of love how on that scene with, on the you mad scene that like Keanu kind of cuts through that right away mm, yeah. where he's like, I fucking get it, dude. Like you're, you're so uh, wise and you've been in this for so long, but uh, like we just need to do our fucking jobs and you're like worried about, like how much of a veteran you are in the in how much you know, of a, the, yeah the, the police force or whatever yeah. and you're trying to like show off but like well I mean even it. if you think about it Gary Busey's like older and mm-hmm. he's still like a, just a, a a special agent he's not like managing people and stuff yeah for sure so, so he's he probably a, like, bitter about bitter that thing. like that's yeah. probably some subtext too you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah he just died it's a, it's a bummer <laughs> he gets shot in the fucking back with a shotgun man yeah. like twice it's mm-hmm. fucking brutal mm-hmm. but uh, yeah and then the, the, I mean it's just leading up to the end here and mm. uh, the I forgot there were two fucking like skydiving scenes yeah yeah and it's so fucking oh dude. The one last of the most badass yeah. shots in the movie is when Bodie jumps out of the plane and obviously he like toss the revolver to the side. Yeah. And he says, ha 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 ha. Says that multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, actually. It's uh, like Will Smith out. and, uh, you know, ha 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 ha. Tell the truth. He says <laughs> that to Keanu right there at the end. Jumps out. No, but then yeah, Sinbad shows up. Oh, geez, we can't bring Sinbad up again. <laughs> talked about Sinbad so Sinbad much. Sinbad was this. probably like, you know. You think he was in talks for this movie? You think Keanu bumped him? <laughs> see, can you see, imagine Sinbad, Sinbad was, in this? Sinbad was Gary Busey. He's going to be what, Gary that, Busey. Now that I'd see. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that. That sounds great. There's Johnny. A, that sounds like a lethal weapon yeah. uh, da- Danny Glover situation <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. There's a category. In, I know I've brought it through Watchables a million times a day, but there's a category for every movie they do of would Danny Trejo, uh, Michael K. Williams, or Steve Buscemi make this movie better? You guys should have a would Sinbad make this movie better. Oh, yeah. Better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's good, Eric. Sinbad yes. would. <laughs> okay, know. so who who would Sinbad play in this I'm, movie? I'm saying though? Gary Busey. You think, but I think Busey's really good in this role, though. Yeah, but. I don't think Sinbad would elevate it to another I think, level. I think he wouldn't elevate to another level, but he'd still be, he would make it different in a good way i love yeah. him as the john c mcginley part just like Ooh, yelling at that could be interesting <laughs> oh yeah maybe him as tyler 
<laughs> Maybe a little too progressive for early nineties, probably. God, just a why is Keanu kissing Sinbad? What is happening in this movie? Uh, maybe you can play the surfboard. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sinbad the surfboard. Yeah, he's yeah. just like like fucking t posing it. You know, like <laughs> maybe he plays one of the Nazis. I don't know. Um, Put him See, in the Anthony I'm, Kiedis part. All right, without sounding racist. It's a good way to start. <laughs> Continue. Without sounding racist, yeah, do yeah. your best Sinbad impersonation. Okay. See, this uh, is... Wow, what a minefield you've laid out for <laughs> yep. me. What a, what a deliciously cruel I thing know, to do. I know, I know, I know. Hey, listen, kid. I know you're the first kid. Damn it, Brent. But I'm the... What? That doesn't sound anything like I know, Sinbad. I know. I can't try to sound like him. That'd be bad. Hey, uh, where, where's Ultraman at? Is that the name? <laughs> Turbo of it? Man. Turbo Man, yeah. damn it. Where's Turbo, Turbo Man Ultra at? Ultraman, yeah. what is that? Turbo Man, yeah. yeah. The sequel. The sequel. Um, Jingle the way. See, replace Johnny Utah with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Put Bodhi as Sinbad. Oh, man. And then just... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bodie and Sinbad. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm going to say Sinbad would not make this movie better. I think that's my stance. Okay. We're going to keep doing that for every movie we ever talk about now. Thanks for I can't wait till Titanic uh, happens. Oh, well, he, he'd elevate the shit out of that. Um, but yeah, I, I, but, but we all know that there wasn't a, a black person on Titanic, so it'd, it'd be an interesting kind of well, There's no to black in. people in this movie either. That's true. Yeah. Is Catherine Bigelow racist? Can't she be. made Detroit. Well, you should watch Detroit, my friend. <laughs> um, I should watch it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Detroit, Eric? No, I, I need to. I, I heard it's yeah, good. Yeah, I should I watch it. I need honestly. to, but it's... Uh, <laughs> it's I think uh, for the season, I ought to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll... We won't go over it, I don't think. Oh, but really? But I yeah. think we should still... Like I should still watch it just to have more context. Yeah, man, I it's I mean it's her most know. recent thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Man, that was like four years ago. She's having was No, it, it wasn't that long. No, it, was it was like, like three, two. two or three. I yeah. guess. Well um, Detroit didn't do too hot in the it, Detroit did bad, yeah. yeah. Do you want to have a Detroit talk now? I mean, I don't know. The de- like the Detroit talk? I don't know, just talk about that movie. Um because it didn't succeed. It was just uh it was a summer of like Nobody wanting to have heavy like stories. Yeah. So was like it twenty seventeen? Was it like post Trump or was it yeah. like in, Yeah, it was something I feel like, like it that. Because like nobody wanted to bother with like sad De- like. So yeah, I mean De- Detroit yeah. is about um this this incident that happened at a hotel in like the late sixties, early seventies. Have you heard about this Eric? Like, where yeah, these uh yeah. yeah, where these like uh uh, there there was like a there was like a party going on. It was like it was like uh, all all black people like in in this room hanging out, and then like one of the guys like shot a gun out the window a few times, and then, um, oh. and they were all like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Mm. And then the cops go to the hotel, and the the movie like, they locked down the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah, they like locked down the hotel. The movie basically plays out in real time, which adds to mm. a lot of the tension. And then basically the rest of the movie is about all of the really terrible shit that like played out at the hotel between the white cops and, and you know, the party. Yeah. The, the people in the, in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's just really fucking hard to watch, man. It's like, it, it, it's 
like that movie made me more angry than I think any movie I've maybe ever seen except, you know, barring maybe like maybe some documentaries that piss yeah. me off or something. But I don't know. It's, it's like, it's, it's doing a different thing than even her more kind of docudrama recent movies. Well, like, I heard it's supposed to be like a document, more like a document. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah, like it, it is like even more than yeah. Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. But it doesn't very, really like yeah. cut and dry. Like, um, yeah, it, there's something very impersonal well, about it. Well, like Zero Dark Thirty and Hurt Locker have, are literally quote unquote fictional. You know, I, I say that with like, you know, kind of a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, with Zero Dark Thirty, it's based on an actual yeah. um, woman, but, uh, you know, it's technically fictional, like that person. Mm-hmm. But Detroit is like, you have so many sources. On what happened, exactly, so yeah. like it's just basically what happened, right? There's no like actual real bending. Yeah, it, it, of, it, a lot of yeah. it kind of plays out like you're watching some kind of like documentary. Yeah, so there's not yeah. really a. I don't want to say, like, there's not really a political bias per se. Like, it's not trying to say something per se because it was more yeah. of conveying the events, right? Like that's that's how. how yeah, it was. and that that's. Right. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. This this is tricky territory, man. Because like yeah. that that's I think what a lot of people had issues with it. With kind of is like it's it's kind of so hands off approach to it kind of then being I don't know like well I mean so cold yeah, I'm and like have to watch it then yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think it'd be interesting, man. Uh, it's gonna you're gonna get so mad. <laughs> it's mm. it's really infuriating to watch, but mm. um and the, yeah and then I like read into it after and it's like. Oh, everything that I just saw like is exactly what happened, pretty much, and it's mm-hmm. uh, America sucks. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but but yeah, that's our little Detroit tangent, um, our little mini dive into Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Point Break, very different from Detroit, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. a lot more entertaining, I would say. Uh, oh, look at Fauna. Fauna looks so cute. I know she's just hanging out. <laughs> looking cute I know, um, adorable. but uh yeah i mean the, i mean we're like getting to the end here i think at least at the, the movie's playing on tv but i i really love how the movie ends with like australia yeah um and like the i mean because that's like kind of completing both of their arcs more or less it's funny because like see on uh, as we have the movie in the background it seems like this was the actual ending and there was a second ending like in Australia, you know what I mean? Yeah, ep- the, the like, epilogue, uh, it does feel yeah. like, like an epilogue, epilogue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it just seemed I, I wouldn't have been surprised if the credits start rolling like right here, where you know he, yeah. Bodie drives away and uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Utah's got Tyler in his arms and stuff. I, I think know? I mean there there are like a few moments in this movie that, like I said before, kind of like transcends the movie that you think it's gonna be. And I think like the that ending in Australia is one of those. I think like yeah. when when yeah, he goes out ending, there and yeah. he's like it's like I noticed this time watching it that like he's like drinking a beer in the car like on the way like he's clearly I don't think doing great. Like mm. uh, uh Johnny Utah like after mm. all the shit went down because it clearly ruined his relationship. I mean, well fucking Gary Busey died. Like yeah. he's not doing great when he mm. goes to Australia, he's been yeah. on the hunt for fucking Bodie mm. going to different countries and shit. Yeah. Who knows? He might have not even end up with t- Tyler either. Cause he's obsessed yeah. with his ex-boyfriend Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like she might've just wanted to chill Dude, in California. Yeah. This whole movie is about toxic exes, Johnny Utah, <laughs> J- 
just wouldn't can't get over Bodhi, yeah. can't let go, and uh, chases him literally to other countries. Hell yeah, man! Well, and, and then yeah. yeah, and then the Australia scene. He's like, Bodhi is just doing what he said he always was gonna do. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking ride this this wave, and and it. Uh, I mean, you're you're like, well, I mean, he's just gonna die. And then, uh, <laughs> like, Johnny Utah, like, uncuffs him, and he's like, oh, fuck it. I mean, this is what the guy's always wanted. Mm. Like, if, if there's anything I can do without, it's, like, their little fight on the beach. Yeah, it, I'm kinda whatever. kind of whatever. It's uh, kind of perfunctory. It, it's, like, fan service you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and it's, like, uh, and also showing him fall off the board I don't love. Yeah, you know, you know I, when I oh, watched yeah, it. That, yeah, they should have just. I, yeah. I don't know if I've just, maybe I've watched this on like TBS and it was edited, but I don't ever remember them showing him fall. I thought we all just assumed. Or maybe I just yeah. like tuned yeah. out after that. But uh, but yeah, watching him fall, it was, it was kind of a surprise the last time I watched it. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, they're making it like official, like showing yeah. us him basically dying. But like, uh, but, but even still, like what it's doing, I think is is pretty great. And it's a. Uh, it's a, it's a great ending. It's bringing Bodhi's arc to uh And then he throws point. away Johnny Utah throws his badge away. Yeah, so how do you, how do you guys read that with like the the stuff we were talking about earlier with like the generational like his place in like the the structure he of the He became FBI. a surfer, dude. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> he surfed every day, dude. Priscilla Page in her article wrote yeah. about that's an homage to Dirty Harry throwing his badge away. Oh, ah. But it's also kind of a, a turning of or like a passing of the torch in a way from that Dirty Harry type of masculinity hmm. to this type of masculinity where where his arc is is he found himself. He found his wave, you know, and yeah. that, that's the whole point of this movie. It's about you know Johnny Utah's transition into like finding himself mm. and it, it's a kind of uh you know I mean obviously it's an action movie but it's it's more of a coming of age movie is what she kind of argued or that's what I interpreted from what she was saying um so I thought that was really interesting and in, in just reading into that um so yeah that's that's what I you know I kind of subscribe to cool. that yeah wait, wait, wait. I, I I guess like I'm I'm not sure fully how I don't know much, much sense or how much, how much it worked for me, him just like throwing the badge away. Like I'm done now. Like now that Bodie's taken care of, like, I, is it him being like, this isn't for me? That's like, what I kind of figured. Right. Like I, I guess handle the, yeah, the, the I'm more undercover. a Bodie than a uh, yeah. Gary Busey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That, that, that already he is serves better every for me. day. He said it. He serves every day. Ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he might just just want to be a surfing boy mm-hmm. instead. What are your final thoughts, uh, Eric, on Point Break? You know, I, I know people always talk about how Fast and the Furious is uh, Point Break with cars. Mm. I, I think that in, in rewatching this movie again, it it goes way beyond that. You know, and and. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I feel like this movie has had different interpretations over the last 20, 25 years or so. And I remember watching it as a kid and thinking like, oh, it's just a badass action movie. And then getting older and thinking like, oh, it's a cheesy action movie. And then like I feel lately there's been a lot of like think pieces about it and and masculinity in general. And watching it now, it all these um, – I hate to bring this up, but layers. Um, layers. To, <laughs> there you go. Well, you have to. Yeah. All, all, this, bingo card. all these layers to the movie – just to make it way underrated and, and way people don't didn't really appreciate it and still don't. I mean, you bring this up to some people and they're just like, Oh yeah, 
you know, uh, peak Swayze cheese, you mm. know, but it's not. It goes way beyond that. It's so it's got so much nuance to it. Mm. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, I mean this this is a movie like I said that like played out much more differently than I was expecting when I first saw it. And, and like in my head, I had like the hot fuzz narrative of like, uh, how I thought this movie would play out. And, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's like pretty sincere. It's like, it's, I, I love kind of the exploration of like the friendships between these different characters, like Bodie and, and Johnny Utah. And then like, Johnny and uh, what? What's Busey's name? His character's name? Angelo Pappas. Angelo Angelo Pappas. Jesus <laughs> yeah. fucking Christ! The names in this movie, man, fucking grade <laughs> A work. Um, but but yeah, and then like uh, we didn't really talk about it, but like, uh, well, we talked about the the on foot chase scene, but like all of that shit is like, well, yeah, can Bigelow. We, can we yeah. just say what our favorite action se- sequences were, really quick? Yeah, for sure. My, yeah. Uh, mine was the uh, the invasion of the. Ah, is it? Because I love the skydiving scenes. I still think the tension of the like uh, raid on the Nazi yeah. house is really fucking well done. Oh yeah, for that sure. scene's great. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably mine. I was just gonna mention that the one. Background yeah. naked chick too is just like oh, like she's just naked beating up Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, yeah that's that was right. fucking crazy. Yeah, that's dude. fucking great. And yeah. she knifes that dude. Yeah. Like one of the FBI agents. Oh, that's yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> is she gonna get shot like right now? There's some naked chick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, What's yours, man? Um, gosh, it's 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 hard to choose from, but I think the um, chase sequence, including like the car, then to foot, yeah, is all really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. we we talked about it on I think Tool to Die Young, and then even mm. even in Terminator, man. Like yeah. I fucking love a good like car chase, dude. To you, foot they chase. don't it's make so good. They don't make them like they used they, to. They, Sorry, they don't, man. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Bullet or Steve McQueen like movies? I, I've seen the the like iconic parts of Bullet. Yeah, so, yeah. I keep telling Brad he needs to see Bullet because like I'll French Connection. Him, sure. yeah. yeah, dude. No, I need to see. No. I still have not seen. I've seen French. like I've seen the parts yeah. that I need to. Yeah, I haven't seen the whole movie. Yeah, though. I need to watch the French Connection. Yeah, I'll definitely. check those out. That's yeah. that's homework. That's homework yeah. for Brent. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, those, those scenes are, are excellent and. Um, yeah, excellent. I mean, it's, it's uh, excellent. Um, Bill and Ted. Uh, well, it's like, yeah, watching movies like this and then Blue Steel, it's like it it makes me like yearn for Bigelow to make another populist action movie, even though like she definitely is in a mode where she... She probably she, has to now. Consider, I mean, I don't want to sound like glib or anything, but... After Detroit, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I mean, because directors like her who have kind of bigger budgets aren't or really she, getting stuff Or made. she just yeah. doubles down and then stays, like, does, like, indie obscure shit. She can't. See, I, I yeah. just think, yeah, man, it like, it, like, I like her newer movies. I don't know if I like Detroit. I'm on a weird, I don't know, I'm in a Quasi-state, yeah. Yeah, mode with that movie, yeah. but, like... I, I appreciate what she's doing with those. And I think she thinks, uh, and she is, you know, doing something I think important with those. I mean, a lot of those are very, uh, you know, have a political slant to them that I think mm. she finds important and that's cool. Um, but like, she's great at movies like point break and, and bringing something interesting to a genre that's so riddled with kind of, 
you know, dudes making, you know, tough action movie for guys. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and it's like, those are fun too. Like I love the predators of the world and the, that's a bad word to just the, throw in. The like predators Jesus of the world. Christ, I, yeah. the predator, the, uh, the aliens of the world, A- 80s uh, action flicks. I don't yeah. like predators. Don't cancel me. The Cobretties, um, <laughs> the Cobretties of the world. Yeah. Yeah. The Cobretties. Yeah. And it's like, she, mm. she has a like unique kind of voice when it comes to directing movies like this. And it'd be fucking rad if she did another one. It'd be fun you know? to see her do a, a, do a Marvel. Um, I, someone suggested that she should have been tapped to direct um, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow. See that could have that, that would been be cool. fucking. It could have been that like would be cool. Winter Soldier. She would have been. It would have been Winter yeah, Soldier. She is yeah. perfect for Black Widow. That, see, that's I th- honestly, and I from what I've like read around like the uh, movie news and behind the scenes stuff, I think they. I think a lot of people go to her, like, especially, like, I think they hit her up for Wonder Woman. It's, like, a lot of this, like, Hollywood being, like, mm. oh, we got to get we gotta get a female director for the, <laughs> God, the movie. It's, like, good. <laughs> and it's, it's, like, they go to her, but she's, like, I'm not really interested in that. That's so, awesome. I respect that. Yeah, no, and it's, I it's really that cool that she's, yeah. like, like she, she's she cool gives doing, a shit about yeah. what she does. She doesn't care about pandering or anything. Like, yeah. she wants to do the project as opposed to saying, like, you know, yeah, I, I'll do whatever is well, and then that's me. why she yeah. has, I think, uh, such large gaps in between her movies. It's yeah. like Hurt Locker to Zero Dark Thirty was like what, like six years? It's like she has it's really big gaps yeah. in between. I, I kind of like directors like that, like Terrence Malick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of, kind of like, well, Terrence Malick's kind of going off like PTA. Like, I think is but yeah, PTAs. They kind of Tarantino, same thing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of. Um, I don't know who who who's very prolific. Uh, uh, Soderbergh, well, I mean, Spielberg, Soderbergh stuff out yeah. pretty quick. I mean, I like Soderbergh makes a new movie every Spielberg year. Soderbergh's yeah. like a two a year yeah, guy. Yeah. Like that guy is so fucking one for you, one for me. Coen yeah. Brothers kind of do that. That's true. Some, yeah, Coen Brothers, Brothers are pretty. They prolific. do work a lot, but the thing is that their quality never dips, though. Yeah. Like yeah. If you, I, I think Woody, Woody Allen does one a year by by rule. Yeah. And he does one so, one movie a year. Now he's gonna be doing one a year in uh, France. So. <laughs> is what what did did he get? Did he do something recently? Well, I mean he he's like he's or, I, people I have he's worked their been. way back around yeah. to him, and he's getting like recanceled. Oh yeah, and yeah. so like his his movie nobody wants to release his last movie. Oh, and he's gearing up to make another one, and then people are already like, yeah, we're not gonna put that out. Like, what do you who man. like who are you gonna? He's like kind of like Louis because everything, in that regard yeah, now, yeah. But. He's just kind of creepy as opposed to actually have done. He hasn't well, uh, yeah. his stepdaughter. Yeah, there's there's that whole thing. Kenzie Phillips yeah. or I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, yeah. But she she's come out and accused him of like sexually assaulting her when she was younger. Well, I mean, when you marry your uh, you know your you're adopted, s- daughter, adopted daughter, you know, yeah. I mean, there's th- there's going to be questions raised. Yeah. about everyone else in your life. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Woody Allen. yeah, but those were my uh, final thoughts on Point Break, and uh, yet again we stumble headfirst into the Me Too movement, uh, like <laughs> usual. It's and, the zeitgeist, baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's the zeitgeist. Uh, but yeah, what about you, Adam? What are your kind of wrap up thoughts here? Um, it's it's uh, it's so interesting because I because like I got into this movie because of Hot Fuzz for sure, and mm. uh, I remember just loving this movie the first time I saw it. I never really understood. I, I mean, like, I never got like any of the subtext, the homosexual, uh, homoerotic like subtext. Mm-hmm. Then, because I just thought, you know, this is a badass movie with badass scenes of 
skydiving and you yeah. know surfing and just you know <laughs> awesome action sequences yeah. and stuff. That's what that's what it is, and, man. It's, uh, it's a little subversive, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, it's a bit of a oh, man. Don't say it. Don't you fucking don't. I can't post action yeah. movie. Oh, okay. It, it's um else. yeah. <laughs> post action movie. Yeah, yeah. In the sense of it, it, it's kind of like this is Point Break is to um is to. 80s action cinema as you were never really here is to 2000s action cinema. You ever you ever see that movie? Yeah, that's you a never good really take. here. That's with with uh, uh, Keon, uh, Joaquin, 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 Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's Joaquin Phoenix. Got okay, beefy Joaquin in it. Yeah. You have kind of this uh, subversive uh, masculine and masculinity action flick. Mm-hmm. Um, Where it's like the that's common. Yeah, with like the yeah. female gaze. Instead, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, um, that's a good movie. You never really hear, but I was so surprised when I watched it. But we watched yeah, it together. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah it's really crazy subversive. It, mm-hmm. And it's like uh, it's a it's about a guy who like beats people up and like gets revenge on people. Well, he yet he it's all about investi- how sensitive he is. He's like, like some ex F <laughs> yeah ex FBI agent yeah who uh, who wants to stop human trafficking. So he tries to save human trafficking, uh, human trafficked uh, girls and stuff, and you know you almost expect like a drive esque like shoot him up where he's just like fucking shit up. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like that at all. It's like yeah. every scene that I think Lynn Ramsey directed that. Every yeah. scene that you see play out in the movie is not the scene that you usually see play yeah. out in a movie like that. Like you get a you get different angles on shit that you've seen in movies like that where you're like. Huh, I've never seen uh I mean it like slows down to show like the relationship between him and his mom for like 15 minutes yeah. and like it's like a really like kind of sensitive like you don't uh, actually see the action sequences, movie. you just see the results of the violence. Yeah, really that's that's a big one too for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. I guess it kind of is like that, but I I think it kind of has has its cake and eats it too a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. Where it's like it's like it does have those sequences too though, but she's really she, I don't know, man. She was like ahead of the curve, man. Like for '91, this movie feels uh, it still. Oh, feels I was really talking modern. about you were never really here. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. yeah my bad. But um, I yeah, this movie Point Break is uh, is is really good. It, it's such it is such a weird, unique movie. You know, like I can't. There's there's this movie should be something that I don't like. You know. <laughs> Um, because it's such an outrageous concept it is almost, it is almost offensive in a, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, surfer cop, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. The whole, I, the whole, yeah. the whole thing is on, on paper. Yeah. Yeah. For but, sure. um, Catherine Bigelow with her directing and even the screenwriting some, and also leveraged by, uh, Patrick Swayze's, uh, acting chops. I mean, Keanu is fine. Like he's he's, he's he, fine in this. Yeah, he's I'd, not I'd say like too. fantastic, but yeah. he does the job to where you're still convinced of his position. But you know, Pat- Patrick Swayze takes the cake and and yeah, uh, really yeah. elevates elevates uh, the movie into this like very interesting um, film about just the nature of uh, of friendship. You mm-hmm. know, just. 
and how we uh, what 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 was the line in uh in Game of Thrones like that Jon Snow was told or something it was like mm. duty is the is or is it, love is the is the end of duty or something yeah yeah so yeah. it's like it's like Keanu the whole time was like engaging in that like the sure. confusion yeah. between duty it. and and love you know yeah well and then that yeah. yeah that then that it really makes sense when he throws away the fucking badge yeah. at the end he's like I'm, yeah. I'm not the guy to do this job mm-hmm. like I'm not cut out for this type of thing which is such a like Gen Gen X yeah. thing dude yeah. like that's such a like <laughs> throw the fucking authority in the in the ocean and fucking yeah. walk out walk off and surf. God damn, dude. Yeah, this this is like a very of its time movie. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it on Point Break, guys. Um, point Break is point... I don't know. I'm just trying to make jokes. At this. <laughs> this, is, this is already like at almost a two-hour mark, so the jokes <laughs> yeah, at yeah. this point, if you've been listening, you're not going to get anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've already think we're funny enough. Real, real minimal returns. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would like to make a plug real quick. Um, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. yeah. I, plug, I, plug, whatever. I have uh, a new podcast called Cover Stories. We just got an Apple. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, basically, we invite our musician friends on to cover a song, and we talk about um, that song and other music-related things. And um, they're all under about an hour, so um, you know it's a little bit, a little bit shorter. Um, but we do have performances on there. It's a lot of a lot of good musicians come on, and it's mm. it's good. Also, cool. I um, this is the first podcast I've hosted. that's just cover stories. Mm. I've learned so much from you guys, so I, I appreciate oh, you having nice. me on. Thanks. Yeah, um, this is one of the reasons I wanted to come on to, to like thank you guys. The research you guys do like made me want to do research with my podcast. So, well, you know, thank you. Re- I appreciate research. It. Is, uh, sure, that's good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge say. that you guys have that you bring to the table. Oh, I should whoa, say. that's yeah. even. Yeah. That's even. Thanks, yeah, we that's, do that's enough nice. research. Yeah, yeah. We're not smart. <laughs> We're not smart. That's that's, for, that's awesome, man. No, that's yeah, really. Nice. I really appreciate. I've, I've been waiting for it to yeah. pop up on on uh, on Apple now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. And yeah, I think we just got the approval today, but it's been on Spotify. Yeah, cool. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Um, so yeah, listen to that guy's cover stories. Um, yeah, how many? How yeah. many you guys got in the can now? Maybe well, that's we, fine. We've recorded eight. We recorded our eighth one oh, today. Yeah. Nice, but we've only released one. It'll yeah, be yes. uh, every every Tuesday. Um, by the time this comes out, we'll probably have uh, two or three on, on. Yeah, probably a few. Yeah, mm. this will be a few weeks. Yeah. yeah so um, every Tuesday, tune in um, for the next uh, 10, 11 weeks or so. So you're just gonna keep rolling in like local bands and stuff too. So far, it's yeah. just been like friends and family yeah. that are in bands or musicians. I mean, we also and we want people who may not even be in a band but play music, you know and. We don't want to just be yeah, limited. How about people who are not in a band or play music? We can work with it. Like, we can figure something out. Maybe or I, I got to give. I can't like do about without saying. Uh, I got to give like the biggest of shout outs to Zach. Oh yeah, because he sure. made it happen. Huh. This was a drunken idea at a bar. It's like you know what, man? We need a music podcast. That's so many podcast <laughs> ideas, dude. That's well, that's, that's kind of yeah. that's the director showdown. Dude. We would just have drunken tirades. More of an argument, but yeah. <laughs> You know what, Spielberg, you're a fucking, fucking... What are you talking Kubrick, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, fuck. But he's, uh, yeah. he's kind of like, he was just like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, oh, all right, let's 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 do it then. And yeah, yeah. he's done research. He's got all the, like, he's bought equipment. And, like, yeah, yeah. when it comes to recording bands, he's, you know, Googled and YouTubed. And I, I basically just become his PA and, like, mm. <laughs> where do you want this? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, yeah, badass, biggest man. shout out to him. Does he, uh, Zach... Uh, is he a host on air or is he just recording? I asked him to be a host. Mm. He's just kind of the producer where he'll chime okay. in every yeah. once in a while. 
It's a cool um, way to do it, though. Yeah, I, I yeah, always like that when, like, though. the producer's kind of like a third or, like, a second kind of... Uh, he's like that editor. guy on the, you know, talk show host, right? Yeah. He's, he's the Andy like, Richter. So yeah, Zach yeah, is yeah, the... Yeah. You're yeah. Andy Richter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just have, like, like a really clever line every 10 minutes, you know? He just, started yeah. doing research because we recorded an episode with Seth from Westbound. And oh, we were talk- yeah. We were cool. talking about Johnny Cash's Folsom oh, yeah, Prison I think Blues. Did I meet him? Does he... Probably. He goes rock climbing. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, he's a cool... That guy's he's awesome. really cool, yeah. 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 He's hilarious, he's a good too. band, too, man. Yeah. yeah. Westman's great. We started talking about Folsom Prison Blues, mm. but we couldn't remember the name of the song. Mm. He's talking about, like, yeah, that one song that... And then, we, like, all three of us couldn't remember Johnny Cash's most popular song. <laughs> yeah. So since then, Zach does, like, he'll, like, go on his phone to, like, research and things that we miss and stuff. Cool. That's, that's cool. He, he, he yeah. does that on ours sometimes too, where like, yeah. we'll, we'll forget the most obvious shit and he'll be like, Oh, it's this thing. And it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah It'll be like yeah, five minutes later. Cause <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll like, yeah. We'll like remember that thing. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So mm. everybody check out cover stories. Um, check out, is it on, uh, it's iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, it's on Stitcher. It's everywhere. Sto- Spotify, yeah. Google Spotify, play, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, search cover stories. If it doesn't come up that way, try hatchet audio. Mm. That's uh, Zach's okay. new thing. Oh yeah, that's cool, it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, is it on Sticker Fridge too? Or we we're we're linking it on Sticker Fridge, but nice. um, yeah. I, I'm not sure he's doing all of that. Yeah, yeah, badass. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I think all the Sticker Fridge shows are now on Spotify. Yeah, Can't, I forgot yeah. if we mentioned that on the Aliens episode, but um, mm. yeah, so y'all can listen to that there. And you got anything, Adam? Any plugs? Um, I'm sure by the time this comes out, the 48 hour film festival is done it's Done, and I'm sure we'll be on YouTube by then. So yeah, if, uh, if not, I mean, keep, keep an eye out for it. Yeah, uh, maybe out. the screening hasn't happened maybe, yet. Maybe, I don't know. By the time this comes out, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that'll be something yeah. you can go to and check out. Um, I think, but I think fu- we're future, be... future sticker fridge guys, you, you did a great job. Way to go. <laughs> great I'm job. Sure it came out great. You definitely turned it in on time. Yeah. You, you're definitely <laughs> qualified. Yeah, exactly. You know, definitely call. Congratulations on winning. Yeah. The whole thing. The, I'm going to put that to, into the world. Went to nationals, then you went to internet. You went, now we're in Cannes. I'm yeah. I'm speaking to Congrats Adam going to Cannes. in Cannes. Hi, Adam. I hope you're meeting up with Keanu Reeves and, uh, and Tarantino. And Tarantino. And having, the whole gang over there. That's Adam's heaven flight. Yes, that's, that's Adam's plane to heaven. Mine, mine is uh, solely Tom Hanks <laughs> as solely. And uh, you know what, Eric? What's your what, what's your who's on your plane to, to heaven? heaven? Yeah, oh, to man, heaven. I don't know. <laughs> Just three people are on the plane. It's a Cessna. Plane? Yeah, <laughs> three people. Uh, yeah. yeah, only three people on the <laughs> yeah. Cessna. No, no, it's a, it's a seven forty seven. But there's only yeah. three people with yeah. you on the plane to heaven. I, I feel like Taika Waititi's got to be one of them. Ooh, oh, that'd be fun. Good, that'd be yeah, a be fun flight. Yeah, 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 one way or the other, it's going to be entertaining. Mm. For sure. Uh, he has to be wearing his uh, pineapple like yeah. getup though. Yeah. You know, hey man, how'd you die? Hi, how'd you die, man? I'm from New Zealand. Isn't that weird? Isn't that Did so like crazy? <laughs> um, I don't know who else right now. I have to come back. Maybe if I can do another. Episode. You choose yes. one band. Add, add one. Add one. Uh, each episode that you come on. Yeah, yeah. Add one. <laughs> plane to heaven is going to yeah. be another segment. On the show. Plane to heaven. God damn it! I forgot what yeah. the other one was already, but. Uh, Oh, Sinbad. it's us. Uh, will Sinbad. this make Sinbad? Sinbad. Would yeah, Sinbad this. make this better? <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Each season, we got to make new random segments. I'm about it. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, I think that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Next week's going to be T2. 
tea with uh, a guest or two. So uh, listen in <laughs> on that. Yes, that that should be an interesting episode. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be. be a fun one. Yeah, it'll be cool for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, we love you guys, Eric. Love thanks you. for being on, oh, man. Thanks for yeah, having it's me. Always usual. a pleasure. Hope you come back soon for sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>